0: Hmm, and I think we're live. I'm just not seeing anything loading at the moment. Let me just tinker around here.
1: Uh, let's see. Mine says live. Mine says
0: live. Yep. Uh, uh,
1: let's see.
2: YouTube notification went off.
0: Yeah, yeah, I just gotta make, you know, gotta make sure, you know, I'm not seeing anything pop up. Oh, okay, okay, there we go, guys. I think we uh, can kick things off now. What is going on, guys? And welcome to tonight's offering of the Xbox Roundtable Podcast. This is episode number 183, the place for Xbox talk and more from around the game industry. This is your host for the evening, Invader, and I'm really looking forward to talking about games, I mean... Who doesn't, right? But over the past week, we've had a bunch of gameplay reveals and showcases for a number of high-profile games out there. As well, there's been talk about some DRM issues regarding Xbox Smart Delivery. We will definitely talk about that. Also, rumors and leaks regarding a new Nintendo Switch model. Will we see an update? Well, you know, we'll, we'll dive right into that. But before we get into all of that good stuff, let me introduce everybody on tonight's panel. And with us tonight are two awesome fellas from the Gaming Beyond the Box podcast, a podcast which I have a lot of respect respect for. Uh, Wilmy Hood and all the bunch there. First up, we have with us ACS Husky hey Buddy. Uh, for your first time on the show, how's it going?
3: Oh, it's going great. I mean, I have audio, so that's that counts for something, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, got you know. my beer. You know, I, I'm I'm finally fucking here. I haven't I don't know if you guys noticed, but I haven't even done one of our own podcasts in like two weeks. It's been madness with my move, so I'm just I'm excited to be able to sit down, bullshit about video games and drink some fucking beer, and hang out. Like I'm absolutely pumped to be here. Not gonna lie.
0: Yeah, no, hey, you know, we've been trying to get you on for a while, and I know you've uh, gone through some movement, some moving as of late, so yeah, you know, it's just great to to have you on finally, and yeah, we can just shoot the shit, talk about games, and uh, you know what, if you're inebriated at the end, then, you know, it's just typical husk, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly exactly buddy uh next up here we have with us uh well joining us again for what like the second th- actually no the third time i believe third third yeah right um our third. buddy dreadpool hey what's new man
1: Not much you know i'm happy to be here you know gbtv's here we're gonna double fist this the show today so you know um but yeah it's 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 uh it's always great to come back to to shows that I've uh, been a guest on before but you guys are like family. You know, I've known you guys for forever so it doesn't feel like it's my third time. Oh man,
0: you're hitting me like deep in the feels there like I don't know about the rest of the guys but man that just you know it's hitting me right there, you know, big softie right here.
1: <laughs> <Cupid's> arrow.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know if I'd go that far buddy but you know I really appreciate it but uh we got a lot to talk about but of course let's uh we will go on to the TXR regulars uh a few guys uh missing in action but hey we got a few few of the regulars here uh, Centurion buddy hey what's happening brother
2: what is up and there is no doubt about the fact that I am definitely missing in action potentially mentally but, uh, man, it is a good Sunday night. We are here with our fellow brethren from the community, Mr. Dreadpool and Husk here. It's going to be an amazing show tonight.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, without a doubt. You got that right, buddy. And to round this out, we got uh, Shockley. Hey, buddy, how's my indie friend doing over there?
4: Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. I uh, finished the Mass Effect 1 finally, moved on to 2. And I will say it might be blasphemous to say, but (laughs) um, it's Mass Effect Two is a better game all around. um, But I feel like it's it's uh, I don't know, it's missing something. It feels like I'm playing Gears of War or Gears Five with dialogue choices versus like Mass Effect or uh, the Bioware's previous like RPG style. I'm just i feel like I'm missing a lot of r p g elements like that are just like gone now in in this version like adding like mods to your weapons or at least maybe you haven't come across that like you could in the first one but mm-hmm. it's it's an awesome game so i'm I'm definitely enjoying it like overall as a game um i think it's to me it's it's like when it's like d m c was cool that Game or not ninja uh, ninja theory made um mm-hmm. but it wasn't like like a devil may cry, I didn't feel like devil may cry. It was a good game, so I think I don't know. I don't know if it's that type of feeling I'm getting from it, but we'll see how it goes.
0: But mm-hmm.
4: but overall, yeah, I finished the first one. That was pretty sick, and I think I'm halfway in the second one now. So looking forward to finishing that series before. Uh, I'll probably pick up Ratchet and Clank here soon. I think that comes out like next month, and we'll probably get some. Uh, announcements here in a couple weeks with e3 so just trying to finish this trilogy before uh anything else starts dropping i get too far behind this year (laughs) my backlog backlog.
0: tell me about it because like there's a lot of games i've been dropping well in this time period right before e3 and man you know the back i already have a backlog as it is and uh, i just actually just before the show started i picked up uh necromunda hired gun the uh, warhammer 40k game and I'm, I'm a huge warhammer dork so i mm-hmm. i can't wait to try that out i'm probably gonna do a review on it and so on and i was gonna
2: say is the is the game already active or are you still on, is it still in pre-order
0: uh, it's still on pre-order i think it comes out uh tomorrow or like later tomorrow evening i think the exact time is like
2: yeah uh the unlock, the actual digital unlock is May thirty first, but the actual physical street date is June first.
0: Mm hmm. That's right. So yeah, you know my my evening tomorrow is going to be filled with that. I see a lot of people also playing Bio Mutant, which I, it's it's definitely on my two to get list because I know, just it looks like a cool game, cool little game. So
4: did you score it for two no, dollars? I, I, I missed that one.
0: I missed that too. What? Buddy.
4: Oh, uh, there was like a—I don't know if it was an error. If they did it like on purpose for a short period of time to get people talking about it, but uh, yeah, Wario sixty four retweeted it. It was like—I think it was like in the middle of the night, like two in the morning or something—and it was like for up for like two ninety nine. People thought it was like, oh, that must be just the DLC. There's no way like they made that kind of an error. Um, but I'm pretty sure it ended up saying it said standard edition when people checked their
2: so- receipt. There so was they a, got the
4: sixty dollars game for like three
2: dollars. There was a little bit of a glitch going through the uh the store over the past it? few days. Over the past few days, um, there was one that popped up for me. I didn't take advantage of it, but when uh, Microsoft switched over to uh, sell uh 2K21, uh, the mm-hmm. standard edition for nine ninety nine. Uh, whoever in their good judgment accidentally also hot keyed in the the Black Mamba edition, the basically yep. the Kobe Bryant edition, and that was nine ninety nine. And there was a few people that I actually DM'd them real quick to let them know that that mistake was there because uh, I actually went to check on it the next day and they had actually halted all digital sales of the Black Mamba edition on the actual online store.
1: That's funny. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I got it.
2: I even thought about it. I I was like, "I'm not buying this." Like, man, it's a hundred dollar game for like ten bucks. Ten bucks? Yeah, I'll do it. (laughs) Yeah, but I, you know, I sat there. I was like, "Nah, I'm not gonna do it. I don't play I don't play basketball enough to even justify throwing ten bucks at it."
1: Well, that's what I said. I was like, for you know, that much off,
2: I can play a game or two. I know. I couldn't believe that. Like, I, I I told, I, I put it in a couple DMs and. As soon as a couple people saw that, they were it was. Let's just say some people made some purchases very quickly.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember which one was free on Steam. I was I was looking for it uh, earlier today, and I can't find it. There was one game that uh, Wario put out there again. It was uh, free on Steam, and I was like, "Oh, really? Uh, that's a game yeah. to get." I can't remember what it is. It's a good one thing... to follow.
4: Put your notifications on. You'll score. Some oh, stuff.
1: definitely. Yeah. The, um.
2: The funny part is, it's just there's actually free games that pop up all the time that really kind of go under the radar. The big one was, uh, it was like, I believe last, it was like E3 time last year or the year before. Uh, when uh, all of a sudden, for whatever reason, uh, Microsoft somehow got the rights uh, for backwards compatibility on Two Human And because they're not technically allowed to sell the game, there's actually a lot of BS and, and like lawsuits involving with that game. So Microsoft said, well, why don't we just give the game away? Technically we're not selling it. And so they had this huge thing where they were giving away copies of two human, which is honestly a cult classic on the 360.
1: I thought it was lost odyssey. Maybe lost. Well, Lost uh, Odyssey TV I, I got Lost Odyssey, free, but no Phantom. Fa- I'm sorry, Phantom Dust or something like that. It was one of the, I know. I know the game you're talking about because I I took advantage of it. Well, Two Human for sure.
2: I don't know about Phantom Dust, I'll but have to look at it. Two Human was like I remember when Two Human came out. We have Norse so mythology. <laughs> we have like Norse mythology basically meeting. I don't even want to say cyberpunk, but it might as well be. I mean, like literally, Lo- Loki is a like half machine kind of dude. There was uh, a <laughs> Beowulf who is a who was a machine. <laughs>
4: what was he had the most yeah. generic name ever? What was his name? Jet Brody or mm. something.
2: <laughs> it
4: was it was a super generic name that just sounded like so forgettable, like just
2: filler what, name for, for too human. Yeah, wasn't his name like, oh, Jet dude, Brody? That's... I, man, I don't. I forget I the main name. I know, that, thing, I know it's a
4: name for somebody, and I know I'm pretty sure it's that's the name of the character.
1: It was swear. definitely
2: a, a very was, unique game for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? That I was thinking was about it. I, too. I Phantom Dust and English. Lost Odyssey were like years ago. One one each year, so they might have been like two and three years ago. Hmm. Now that I'm thinking about it,
0: good games. Thinking of something. Good games. Some good crazy. Games. Yeah. Yeah, but uh yeah,
4: that, that was I think. Yep, yeah, I see his name now. No, it's Fracture. Never mind. I think I'm thinking of a different game now. Now I'm tripping. Now, I'm, now I feel like Oh, I'm, Fracture. I remember that. Oh, Fracture. <laughs> that's for Jet Brody. I was like cuz he looks he looks like that guy uh from from 2 Human. He looks just like a bald scars on his face. That's what I was like. Oh, but yeah, in Fracture, the character's name was Jet Brody, who's just like some
0: generic Wow. Super, super generic of all the names to pick out you pick out fraction <laughs> oh man that's funny <laughs> i've never even played that game but mm-hmm. well neither have i, I but i've heard of it um too human though too human. i actually i got it when it was free like a uh, boogeyman saying but in the chat mm-hmm. there but uh, and yeah, no, i mean i got a lot of crap but i don't know I, I i kind of have a soft spot for it i gotta finish that now that i think about it but um you know what guys let's move on to the game talk and or the game Topic Talk, anyways. And there's certainly lots... Well, to start off with, like, uh, for example, the PlayStation State of Play. We uh, recently had that where they showed off a good chunk of new gameplay for Horizon Forbidden West. And we saw Aloy visiting some new areas, bringing uh, some new mechanics into the fold and quite a few other things. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about this game, whether it's because of the graphics, the uh, new robo robot beasts or, you know, the chunky face memes. <laughs> um hmm. Yeah, but I just, you know, I want to hear what everyone's thoughts are about the gameplay and so on. But I'll start off with uh, one of our guests. Uh, you know what, Dreadpool, I'll, I'll start off with you, buddy. What are your impressions of the gameplay so far?
1: Well, let's see. The first four hours were pretty cool, but they sucked because it took forever to get to the real meat. Um, but yeah, no, it, I really don't care that she's chunky. I, don't, I The way I looked at it was she did well in the first game so she's got food to eat you know what i mean so i didn't yeah. think anything I think of it about that shot i think most other yeah. than the one that's being passed <laughs> around she doesn't look as chunky in the cheeks but the game is still in pre-production or not pre-production but it's still in production you know what i mean it's still yeah. not in its final form so people are tearing it apart and it's not even representative of the actual game it's just something to give you an idea of what the representation is you know what i mean and it looks great and and for them to to pick it apart because she she's a little chunky in the face it's like come on i mean this is People when you know everything you have now, nothing though. in your life to do when you're that bored you're gonna pick something apart like that you know versus going all right you know whatever you know If you did notice that she was a little chunky in the face, I don't, you know, the rest of her didn't seem chunky, but okay. Who really cares? You know what I mean? Well, like I said, I think she, you know, she was actually because she did so well in hunting and everything that she was doing that she's able to eat well. That's what I'm looking at it. You know, she looks more normal
4: than Abby, who's like (laughs) even more bigger, even bigger than the person she's actually modeled after, who's also like a fit, like. Built like woman yeah uh the one her model and then they like roidered her up even more like okay it's post-apocalyptic and you're getting that much nourishment and supplements to keep that going i don't think so but i mean but, yeah i mean it, it,
0: oh no, go ahead. If, if you're I, doing well
4: can i
2: say something real quick because it's coming up it's just um my wife keeps up on stuff like that when it comes to you know like because she's like my wife does retail very heavily And there is a heavy push right now for, um, I want to say more normalcy when it comes to at least the female figure. Um, and that's where, um, you know, like I really do feel that at least there has been, uh, this God, what's the proper way to say this? I feel like that there has been standards for the female form that have just been like put up on a pedestal for whatever reason that, you know, we have to have some normalcy brought into the idea of it. And that's why when I saw the memes popping up and them doing that, I'm just like, you know, we all know I'm an Xbox fan, but when I saw those memes and gifs popping up, I was like, man, that's reaching because honestly, you know, I feel like there's a push in our, our, our society right now for people to actually start having some normalcy in their ideals. And I really feel like um, gamers need to also have that normalcy because I just feel like sometimes just – the demands we ask of these developers are just way too high. And that's where I just feel like, you know, when you're bringing this whole thing up, I just, I see why Sony and uh, other developers are wanting to do this because this is just, this is honestly what society needs. Mm
1: -hmm. Sorry. But when you make sexy poses from overwatch and, and they make a big deal out of it, you know what I mean? That's, that's why, If it's damned, if you do damned, if you don't. Oh yeah. No, I I also
2: have to fully say that people not to be also mean, but people need to be a little bit less sensitive. You know, everybody has a right Right. to say what they like and what they don't like. And you shouldn't get butt hurt and try to cancel culture or silence somebody just because they have a difference of opinion.
1: And, And you all know, I used to do some acting, dancing, theater, all that stuff. But I've seen plus size ladies, uh, younger and older, outdance some of the skinnier ones that you know everybody's all ooggin and ooggin over but i've seen them outperform them in general because they've had more energy they've there's there's a lot more stuff going on but you know everybody wants the thin model but you know so bringing out that normalcy brings out more of the everyday people you know what i mean so Not everybody's going to be skinny. Not everybody's going to be fat. Not everybody's going to be fit. You know what I mean? We're all different shapes and sizes. Let let the the development team create what they want. And if this if this character is going to be a little bit thicker, so be it. Why do we have to nitpick everything and 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 tear it apart? You know what I mean? Yes. uh, A a few
4: people trolling, and then they were just like,
1: they got nothing better to do.
4: I don't know, like, and then like, people are taking it super serious, where they're like retweeting him, like, "Oh my god!" and it's just like it's they're just they're just trolling, like, just there's like, not. You don't even need to pay attention. Yeah. to Yeah,
0: just to piggyback off of what Shock was saying, like, I'm kind of of two minds of this because it's like. Like, that's the screenshot that people are using in itself, you know, the one we, where, like, Eloy's just kind of looking directly, you know, at you, and it's like, well, you know, okay, that angle kind of looks off, right? And, you know, people are just having fun with that. I, like, I think her character model looks fine, honestly. Like, it doesn't look too different from what it was back in the uh, original game. And overall, the game looks great, but it's like, you know, there, <laughs> there was some trolling going on, obviously. I saw Showstopper make... Uh, and make a little comment about it, how she kind of like has the same cheeks as of uh, Chunk from what was it, the the Goonies, for example. I don't know. I just had like a little fun going with the truffle shuffle thing, like. But then like people were saying, oh, you're body shaming. It's like, well, no, it's just I'm just making a little
1: silly comment. It's a
4: fictional character. It's a fictional there, character. Just a fictional character.
1: Like right, but there's a little bit of comedy there that you can have without actually yeah. being body shaming or or being mean. Well, I'm you not. Know I mean? I don't know. Yeah, you, you, no, exactly. I know you're not. You're just being. Co- you're you're being funny about it. You're you're not trying it's to like, like downplay let's talk them about or some push it down.
2: Let's talk about some of those great fa- facial animations from the first game, where Eloy would be talking to somebody with like her jutting her teeth out because for whatever <laughs> reason the face the facial animations weren't working, and she's like trying to talk to somebody while pushing her teeth out. It looked ridiculous. I just, well. I just don't I don't know. I, that's where I feel like I feel like the wrong things are being called out on this game. Uh like um la- the first game came out, um it had some of the same animation issues as Mass Effect Andromeda, and of course Mass Effect Andromeda got completely burned at the stake. Um and then one thing I like about at least in this uh in this preview of the game, have it, has any of you actually seen some of the pop-in at least up from the slow down? Uh, uh,
4: just the ones that somebody pointed out, like the one on their fur. Like,
2: the one on, on the fur and the grass. Yeah. Um, And that's where, honestly, I have to kind of like, because people are trying to use this as like ammunition, like, oh, look at the PlayStation SSD. It can't hold a flame to this, that, and the other because of all this popping, And it's like almost you want to be like, well, technically... If the game is going to be cross gen in any way, or if the game has any potential of ending up on the PC. It's 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 going to have pop in because the game is designed to work with a mechanical hard drive because that is the lowest common denominator on the PC. PC is now the lowest common denominator. That's right. You guys can take that to the and bank and cash it. And isn't you guys this can game hold on playing on
3: the PS4 as well. It's also technically that's the lowest Common that's your lowest common denominator. Oh, yeah. well, consoles. Oh, and course. that's
2: where... Well, right now, with the newer consoles on, lowest common denominator is anything that runs on a mechanical hard drive. And we've all seen the numbers that come off of Steam. Uh, 108 Dragons, Lemon over there showed me some of it. Um, Basically... But 90, like over 95% of what Steam was reporting is the average person is playing at 720p and
3: 720p.
4: yeah. So,
2: yeah, 1080p, 720p, which basically means that for starters, a majority of gamers are not using an SSD. They have, I think no a lot idea. of
4: that's inflated though. Because if, like, Probably. if you're playing, if you're playing, uh, what do you call it? The freaking respawn game it crossed my mind. Uh, but right. a lot right. of times uh, I'll play in PC with my friends <laughs> and we'll drop, we'll drop our resolution as low as it can go to get the frames up as high as possible. Just because I don't need the resolution high to, you know, no scope you and take you out. I need the frames up to give me, you know, a slight, whatever advantage and the resolution yeah. doesn't matter. So, so a lot of times that, time. that might be in flight that might be inflating the numbers too. Cause there's a lot of people on PC well,
3: playing
2: competitive. I and like, not
3: everybody lets them access their hardware info either that's so true. think of how many people yeah. we don't know of
2: so the main thing i was at least trying to point out is the lowest common denominator at this point because Actually we have is pc the, the, <laughs> the ps5 and the series x both using uh, nvme uh hard drives to basically kind of power the the all that power that's underneath the hood of these machines and pc has always been, like, this top shelf of, like, you know, we set the bar. But as soon as Microsoft and even PlayStation came out with these consoles, they set the bar. Because right now, minimum spec for most games involves a a mechanical hard drive. So unless PC all of a sudden wants to pony up, no pun intended, wants to pony up and basically raise that minimum spec bar and says... From now on, to use a thirty ninety and all these nice parts, you got to use an NVMe hard drive. That would I think it it will
4: pretty soon, like because consoles are already going to drop, make those prices drop on those uh, NVMe drives. Oh yeah, Um, there's
2: NVMe drives already popping up for one hundred fifty bucks now. By twenty twenty
4: three, like most, I think most PC gamers are actually playing these. Like also next gen games are probably going to be using.
3: It's so we'll much hardware back. is on its way out the door right now. It's not even funny. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And yeah. NVIDIA is starting to finally discontinue support for hardware that should have fucking died ages ago. Like, yep. stop. Stop optimizing drivers for these two gigabyte fucking graphics cards in the first place. You know, like, they, technology moves forward at the, at the speed of damn light. Like, you can't hold on to this shit forever.
2: Dude, and you know, as the prices come down, the phone is
4: outdated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The only thing I'd be worried about with this game, and, you know, if I had to put my money on it, I'd probably bet that it is going to be 60 frames. But Sony, for some reason, just with their first-party games, not Returnal, not... Um, Uh, what do you call uh, demon souls they show those off at 60 frames per second but their first party they never show off at 60 frames only 30 frames at the highest 4k setting fidelity setting that you can put it on even though most of uh, hardcore gamers aren't going to be playing and getting those visuals because we're going to be playing at the 60 frame performance mode so it's kind of gaslighting us in a sense because it's just going to be a Somewhat of a downgrade when we play. It's not going to look as good as that because I'm going to have to drop the resolution. Um, it, hopefully, it has the 60 frames. But the weird thing is, they didn't. This was the perfect time to say, "Hey, you want to go and play Horizon Zero Dawn? Get ready for the sequel that you know we're hoping. No release date. That was kind of shocking for 2021. But hey, here's the you know shadow drop for the patch. So now you can finally play Horizon Zero Dawn at 60 frames. None of that. It's how did all these other newer games, God of War, Spider Man, You know, Last of Us, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, they all got their patches, but not the game from 2017. And the sequel's about to come out. So I'm like, that's giving me hesitation of like, if that's not coming out, then maybe it is only 30 frames. I don't know. Gorilla's never made a 30 frame or a 60 frame game on release for PlayStation ever mm-hmm. that I can ever recall. None of the kill zones, not Horizon. Yeah, so that's, that's right. What, that, that's the that's what people should be nitpicking of. Like, why do we always have to wait every time? And that's why it's always going to be hard for Xbox to even come close in media or even just in general, as far as like, hey, look at these guys, are gods. Well, you know, Drive Club is always lauded as the best-looking racing game ever because you know it's half the frames of GT and Forza Motorsport of a, in a closed-circuit game, but the gameplay is Terrible in the sense that it's half the frames of a racing game. That's terrible.
1: So, but yeah, you know, it's awesome. funny, though. You know, it's funny is last year. Um, and I know a lot of people here probably don't play these games, but it is a PC game. World of Warcraft. When they released the specs for the new version, it was SSD only. Right. And all of a sudden they had to backtrack it like the next day because that yet again, they were trying to push. They're trying to push PC forward, right? They're trying to push their game to look better, load better, act better. I mean, and this is what consoles do every year, or every year, every generation, or at least uh, uh, half generation, right? They they keep on pushing their consoles to to a, a better spec every time, right? And that's that's what we're all about. We're all about you know getting the best gameplay we can get, and PC because you can still run these games on potatoes this is what what you're getting you're getting your lowest common denominator but that's that's part of the the whole thing is is eventually we are all going to be on nvmes we are all going to be on you know these super graphics cards and 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 so forth we're going to eventually get there but it's it's like not everybody can just go out and buy a 3090 right Especially I I can't even get a 3080. I've got one on order that I ordered two months ago and I won't get it possibly. Okay. It will be shipped to the warehouse. uh, August 9th. And hopefully I'm still far enough in the pre-order that I'll get it. Then in the meantime, I got a PC sitting behind me that I'm building and I can't do nothing with and all, all the warranty, you know, the 30 day warranty, 14 day warranty to, to ship it back. Is gone, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're stuck with it now. I'm stuck. If if there's anything bad, I just lost that money. Policies suck.
2: So if I can kind of say something that's probably going to infuriate a lot of people, but I feel that the regretfully, uh, there has been too many uh, consumers out there with tunnel vision. They've got their blinders on, and they see the 60 frames, 120 frames a second at the end of the tunnel and that is the only thing they can see. 120 frames a second, 60 frames a second, these heavy, these heavy frame-per-second games that have ray tracing and all this other stuff on them, all this stuff we want is heavily taxing to the system. Mm-hmm. Because we have been so focused on frame rates and resolutions, gameplay mechanics, game, game evolution has come to a slow evolutionary standstill because mm-hmm. we are too busy trying to squeeze frames per second out and make sure that the lights look right, reflecting off the damn window. What are you because talking of about? Because we've seen really Shout good out d- to
3: Ninja Theory for not being one of those.
2: Yeah, and that's why I'm just saying, if we slow the damn frame rate down and we can actually concentrate on gameplay mechanics that are totally changing, I, I for me, I really, I like... The what Xbox is doing, but I really saw a video the other day where somebody sat down and really broke it down into the. They just took a look at the RPG genre as a whole, especially at, at um, MMOs, and they really used World of Warcraft as that main um, that main example. And I'm glad you brought that up. With the basically the game World of Warcraft is at a complete standstill when it comes to the evolutionary process of the game. Because they can't get the minimum spec up. They couldn't get people to want to invest in SSD hard drives to basically be able to make the game capable of more than what it is. They tried. They tried, yeah, and that's what people don't, it, like, that's why I'm not trying to, like, single anybody out, but for people to understand the idea of your standard hard drive is nothing more than, ma- than magical metal, metal discs that look like a record player that need to spin up. And these little arms go over them and read these metal discs, and these arms need to move back and forth. All this disc spinning, all these arms moving, that is all time wasted that an SSD and that an MVME got rid of. And that's where, like, if you go and read about the hardware that you're using and understand I, I I understand that money is a big deal for people and you can't afford this stuff, but that's where you also need to understand then you gotta stop tearing these developers down for not giving what you're want what but for them not giving you what you want because you're not willing to give an inch. They can't give you anything else. Basically, everything that they're using right now is completely maxed out. There's no way to squeeze any more juice out of a mechanical hard drive
1: Hmm. tell us how you really feel (laughs) centurion they just they just released a a 14 terabyte that they're able to do that magic but it doesn't give you anything 60 fps is about to be the standard which
3: is fine but i feel like maybe maybe so i kind of want to touch on what you said and and say that is
2: 60 60 fps becoming the standard because now we're seeing these companies really push forward on what they want as a hard drive
3: not just for the hard drive and that's another thing is is a, is a, a good 60 fps game like it doesn't it doesn't have to have ssd speeds but it has to be properly optimized but at the same time Like you're saying, like it's intensive on all the hardware, the more assets you have on screen, the more everything you do, the more graphical, beautiful awesomeness that everybody wants to see on screen is taxing as fuck. And yes, that's what kills frames. So it it boils down to spending solid, solid time on optimization and, and getting it as close as you can, like you're not you're going to see dips in every game no matter if you're playing on a console or a pc constantly okay it's it's just going to happen now as far as a hard drive holding back like 60 fps you know maybe their focus is a little too much on on solidifying 60 or 120 fps i honestly just think more so than maybe being stuck on high frames and high res instead of you know developing a solid game It's just wanting to get a game out, especially right now. Like, it's just, Mm -hmm. it's a constant push to make another fucking dollar. You know what I mean? Especially, like, if you even take away last year and all of its madness, it is literally, there's just too many corporate fuckheads behind all of these people working their ass off on these games, pushing them too goddamn hard to do what they think is gonna make money, what the data says, instead of letting anybody be fucking original anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Yeah. And to be fair, to be fair, like um, going back to Horizon Two here, uh, Forbidden West, I like I I think it's a good looking game regardless. I mean, I I really like a lot of the detail and a lot of the effects going on there, even just like. Again, the creativity, right? Because that's what I really like. I saw, like, you know, you got this giant Mastodon. You see Aloy, like, just taking it out piece by piece. You got all this stuff falling oh, dude, down. The game
2: looks beautiful. It reminded me of, like, a futuristic mm-hmm. Jurassic Park, dude. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I got that game uh, waiting to go. I mean, thank you, PlayStation, for the uh, the free download uh, last month, which, yeah, I appreciate, appreciate. Uh, I will get to it soon, but... Uh... You've never played the original? No, I have not.
4: No. we'll see, oh. here's
0: what happened. Uh, you know, there's this game called Breath of the Wild that
4: dropped like a week later.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> a
4: lot of people, including myself, did not. I bought it, but I, I did not finish did it. What, Zelda, Bre-
2: was, Zelda Breath of the Wild?
4: Yeah, it dropped like
2: a well, week later. Well, then maybe I'm a fraud because I'll, I, I puttered out on now, Zelda. I, put it, I couldn't I put Horizon down.
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny yeah. is uh, King David, he and I were talking a few, uh, probably about a, a couple months ago. And I had mentioned that I have a Switch and I have never played Breath of the Wild, you know, and after a a nice little heated conversation um, about not buying it or trying it out, I ended up going out and buying it. And it's actually pretty good. I played it for a good hour. And then after after that, I haven't picked it up. And I like the game. It's just, you know, there's just so many games. Mm -hmm.
4: Exactly. I, I said in the first hour, like, this is the best Zelda game I've ever played. And then, like, weeks later, I was like, this is one of my least favorite Zelda games I've ever played. (laughs) (laughs) Just because there's so much, it's too open in in my sense of, like, it's just so... There's so much to do. I'm used to being at linear, and then there's just other things I just didn't understand about the game. Like, I never really did any of the cooking that much, and then, I don't know. There's a lot of shrines,
0: too. Like,
4: there's a lot to find. Like, that part's fine, but then I I don't know. There's just some things where I just it wasn't explained as well. And then, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. No, the overall like, the ah. overall story in game is good. But I understand what you mean. A lot of it was just kind of uh, open and barren too. So, but uh, you know, I am. Uh, you know what? I'm looking forward to Horizon Two. Uh, do you guys think? Because uh, we weren't given a release date. So you get. Do you guys think that we'll see it uh, later this year to compete with Halo Infinite, or do they keep it I mean, there, into the there new year? There
4: could be another. I thought there, there was a leak dropping.
1: But I thought they leaked it out ahead of time, uh, saying November seventh.
4: Mm, I didn't see that.
1: Was that? It was just uh, just my misunderstanding. People were trying to
4: say that little code thing when her and the other guy were uh, looking at that thing before it showed. the No, same it was like bridge, it was, but that that didn't really say enough letters or numbers for a date. But
1: it was like an hour before the 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 whatever you want to call it, the moving screenshots started. It was like an hour before that. I
4: mean, it makes sense if they slip it to, like, say, early next year, like spring, because, I mean, these consoles are still sell- selling out, and they're probably going to still sell out without any help from anything else for the holiday, too, so, I mean, why
1: mm-hmm.
4: why release, you know,
1: shoot off well, it, it, it would be a good contender play. against Halo if it came out this November. Yeah. Well, but what else do them. they have?
4: They'll have Deathloop. Yeah, they'll have Deathloop as an exclusive, um,
0: <laughs> Damn, i mean they
4: yeah. might have something else they might have something else like timed as well that might hit i don't know they have Ghostwire early i think i think that's supposed to come out sometime next year but i don't know mm-hmm. but i don't think they need it because they're they're where they are they're still out selling like xbox like two to one uh or at least they're producing you know double the consoles and they're still selling out like hotcakes. and we're only a you know a few more months if they just make it past the summer i'm sure it'd be still high hot uh Christmas item. So they'll still sell out
2: again. I don't know. We're starting to see articles pop up like through Tom's guide on, uh, we're six months, six months in in and they're starting to kind of get puttered out on them. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's where that's the thing. A lot of them are just like killing both of them. They're getting annoyed at obviously there there's a, I don't want to say there's an exclusive issue. Uh, but they're saying that, obviously, a majority of these games, other than, like, Ratchet and Clank and other ones that use the the NVMe exclusively, um, you can play them on other systems. Um, and just, the, like, in Tom's guide, he was talking about, um, we're six months into the console, uh, into the, the beginning of the PS5 generation, and using the, the rest mode on a PS5 is still a risk. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's where ridiculous. they're starting to really question what's going on, and we're starting to see all these myths, rumors, and legends that potentially PlayStation wants to redesign the PS5, and they're going to blame it on the fact that a lack of components and that they want to change the design of the PS5 to make it easier to manufacture. And I'm just kind of in my mind like, um, then why did you spend money to put that component in there in the first place? You obviously found out there was a better way to do it and probably found out there was a p- issue with your design and you're just going to probably try to hide it um, what happened it is
3: sense? sony fucking busted their nut before they even got it in oh yeah that's God, what happened what they, they, like that they, sh- they they fired off way too early and it's 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 gonna show it at, at some point i mean we're already i mean there was like rumors you were they were talking gonna about, release it's...
4: in 2019 like their their hardware is yeah. ready so, I mean, yeah. it makes sense that they'd be starting, maybe at least starting, like, plans of, like, what are a slimmed down, at least a slim down version. Kind of like they did with the PS4 when they released the slim a they few j- years. They
3: jumped the damn gun. I, I just don't understand. I think it was <laughs> funny. I don't think they're going to do anything. Business
4: I think they're going to maybe man. slim it down, make it cut down some of the costs. If, I they're think they're going to get rid of the it.
2: liquid metal, and I think they're going to go with an actual, stu- like, an actual legit vapor chamber. Not smart to do not like basically not try to faux a a vapor chamber and put liquid metal on the thing because I hear everybody make the liquid metal argument. The only thing is it's like with liquid metal in the console, you now have a glass vial in the console. And we all know I, I deal with shipping industries, the shipping industry on a daily basis. I literally see products that have the crap kicked out of them by by delivery drivers that are just having a bad day. And the thought of your console potentially having a glass vial filled with a a substance that will completely destroy the board if it even comes in contact with it isn't exactly thrilling.
3: Here's another thing. Not, not only is liquid, liquid metal more expensive, um, it, that it's, too. you're talking about a few degrees Celsius, if you're lucky, compared to like a super high-end thermal paste that's going to cost less. Also, eventually, that liquid metal will will start to eat through the heat sink. Yep. Like, you, at some point, some kid's going to be firing up his used PS5 just happier than shit, and all of a sudden it's not going to turn on. Like It's just, or it's going to give them that that screen with whatever fucking wording, that black screen with whatever white wording they want I can see definitely
4: some used ones having maybe some issues down the line, like if they're not kept in a proper storage. Whereas, like, maybe if you have, like, a Series S or Series X, you know, if they're kept in a, I don't know, hot car or something, like, they might make it through versus that liquid metal might, you know, who knows, being in a shipping area, you know, back stock
3: that mm-hmm. shit like it happens it yeah. eventually eats it away so, uh, you're talking years but still like you're not even thinking about yeah. longevity you don't give a shit That's oh no
2: the, did you see the uh the does anybody uh did anybody watch the uh gentleman i believe it was gamers nexus where he put the probes all over the ps5 oh, and yeah. measured uh the gdd i think it was a gddr4 chip for the ram down in the bottom of the console and he said in normal ambient temperature the chip is within a few degrees of of what they call failure temperature and even he questioned how this was possible he's like the only way sony could probably do this is if they had a uh, a letter of uh, basically it's a letter that the manufacturer will give you that says that it's okay to use a part outside of that outside of their recommended outside of its specs. specs
0: yeah yeah Mm-hmm. yeah oh i just got a shout out 108 dragons here for the five dollar super chat thanks buddy hold on there isn't one sony game uh they can challenge halo at any point that's the facts that's blasphemy we won't do that lol shout out to the panel <laughs> oh lemon always the comedian thanks buddy we appreciate uh with the super chat. Hey,
1: that's it all caps you're supposed to yell that <laughs> what
0: you guys think
4: of uh, uh far cry anybody see the uh footage for the trailer game patriot. Some of the shot shots were looking pretty, pretty good. Like, I was like, oh, damn, that looks really good. And then some people did show shots of, like, hey, look at this little radio in this room, and it looks kind of like low res. <laughs> mm-hmm. But there were definitely some pretty sick shots on that. But. Yeah, guys. I was paying too much
3: attention to the guns and the weapons and the madness mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the environment honestly to notice anything else
0: well yeah well that's the thing guys because uh yeah i guess we'll move on to far cry 6 now and like you know that's another game that again it had a decent like showcase this past week amongst a, a whole lot, bunch of other games they showed off like the world like they showed off a whole bunch of stuff the uh villain weapons like husk was going on about there's a lot of interesting things here that we can, we can go into detail about um but, like, like honestly, like, Husk, like, what was your favorite thing out of all that? Like, the weapons? Did you see the Macarena gun?
3: <laughs> oh, I, I, I don't even know where to start. Like, there was, I don't know, it looks like it has potentially the widest range of weapons that a Far Cry game has had. Like, uh, you would think it would anyways, Because but it just, some games look, or some guns look like they didn't belong either at the same time, if that makes sense. Some looked old, some looked like something we've never seen. Um, I think the biggest thing was, for me, was the, the like just the overall environment and, and the setting. Like, what was... I had a word in my head earlier I was going to use to explain this, but, you know, the gunplay, I, I think it's, it's all about the weapons. I haven't played Far Cry since Primal, and that... That game had me super excited because it wasn't Modern Weapons, you know? It was all this mm-hmm. super crazy old-school caveman-style shit, you know? And now this one's, this one's, I don't know, it's, it, the, I, I, don't, I don't know, I'm gonna have to watch the trailer it's just fucking insane. Like, I was just staring at it, empty, <laughs> just... Space the fuck off! My wife tried to talk to me like four times.
0: <laughs> well, there's a lot of like. I was just uh, lost. There's a lot of homemade I weapons, I guess you could say, it. like the flame thrower. Like everything just looks like it's all the flame together. thrower. Did you see
3: how far that thing shoots? The the flames, how far they come out of it?
0: Mm, yeah, it's, it's crazy. fucking
3: insane.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, that looks that thing looks like the pits of hell. That's coming to, coming to attack you. Like honestly uh yeah no like they got that uh i still can't get over the friggin macarena gun i'm like i see the cd changer going (laughs) in i'm like and then i turn up the volume like oh my god that's a friggin macarena i'm like holy shit millennials must be having a bloody vietnam like flashbacks right now to that era it's like holy shit the macarena you know oh man so no yeah yeah. I, i gotta vomit
1: I gotta say, I'm not impressed with their water. I think, uh, you know, we're going to compare it to Sea of Thieves. No, you know, I really don't care. (laughs) It looks cool. I think there is a lot of, um, when you look at the street, I get it, you know, uh, tropical paradise, you know, when it rains and all that stuff. But it's like, everywhere is shiny with water and and then you go to the mud and the mud is dry, but the street is wet, which should be the opposite way. I'm glad the interiors aren't wet. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's, it's like I think they, they sometimes they overdo like these these little things to get your eye, you know, with with ray tracing or just the, that that these different things that they try to produce for you to see these visuals and it's like okay but i mean even when they go they're in their church right and they do that overhead view from one person to the other in the in the confessional it looks like it's shaded, you know what i mean it Mm -hmm. it was it was kind of odd but yet again this is still you know a work in progress it's still not done so it's just something to give you an idea but um it's just. What about the alligator wearing a t-shirt? That yeah, the cool. alligator. Well, that's what I was. I was laughing about the alligator, <laughs> how how it went through the water and it was like, "Oh my god, oh. oh yeah." I
0: like
3: the idea of a pet alligator that wears a t-shirt. I just, it's weird, but it's cool.
0: Well, yeah. Well, it's funny you guys say that too because I got a lot of comments about the alligator. It's like you know, it's kind of just sitting there like a good little pet with the t-shirt. Like, okay, well, that's interesting and then you got i saw a lot of people talking about the uh the little dog in the wheelchair the puppy chorizo oh I yeah think his name is.
3: <laughs> with the wheels his back legs that was awesome
0: um like i mean we we've seen him before right and it's like you know everybody's like oh cute like you know he looks like the you know good boy right and uh apparently from what i'm hearing i don't know if this is true but apparently you can use him to attack like people's nuts and stuff like oh my god <laughs> um, I don't know if that's true, but I, I mean, I, I think that'd be pretty funny. Um, but I see a lot of people like, they're not so much talking about the gameplay and stuff, but they're talking about this little puppy. I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, I mean, you know, I, I, I want to find some more details out about this hardcore game, but it's like, well, you know, everybody's talking about the pup, so. But uh, otherwise, I mean, you know, it has some silly aspects to it, but it's like, you know, at the same time, it's like, did any of you guys play uh, New Dawn, for example? Because I think that was the last Far Cry game that came out, and I know, like, it didn't exactly get a, a great reception. I have
2: played every single Far Cry from start to finish from part two. All right so i'm just saying i've play- i've played them all The only thing i have it i don't have under my belt right now is far cry uh threes uh oh my god the n- blood dragon oh the, that. like the retro eighties d l c that's it's on it's in my backlog, but I haven't played that
0: yeah ditto. Uh, okay. All right. So then you'd be a good uh, person to ask this. Um, how do you, uh, feel about, uh, where they're taking it now from? I guess they're going back to, I don't know. It's almost like they're playing it safe, like going back to like the tried and true stuff than what, like they were experiment experimenting with, I guess with, uh, new dawn.
2: <sighs> new dawn was an experiment. Um, was it the experiment we all thought it would like, it was actually on my opinion, the, the experiment of, can we do a part two to a Far Cry game? Can we continue mm-hmm. the story? Because honestly, Far Cry has made its niche for just being a story of going, of basically putting yourself in the shoes of a of a human being that's about to go through a major BS situation. Um, like uh, part two, you were dropped off in uh, Africa with malaria during the <laughs> like the Blood Diamond feud. <clears throat> We have uh, Far Cry 3 with and um, uh, which I really think put them on the map for, you know, this direction of we're going to not have memorable heroes. We're going to have memorable anti-heroes. We want the villain to really steal the show with Voss in the second game and the idea over in the Caribbean. Now we've got Primal was kind of a little bit off. I'll say that. I enjoyed it. It was different. I, but wasn't. I wanted wasn't... to check it out. I wanted to check it out just because I was like, how the hell are you going to have a Far Cry game without a gun? Mm -hmm. Uh, But honestly, I thought the use of the bird, now the hawk in Primal, that was cool. Because it almost like you had a drone. So, Yeah, it was really fun in Primal, if you really can get into the mechanics. Um, Obviously, Pang and Min, Part 4. I'm surprised you didn't play uh, Part 5 with the father. That's where with New Dawn, I really kind of feel like I enjoyed Part 5. The the story of the father, I feel like really kind of like hit home because, um, dude, you could really find a piece of America right now where you would be able to find somebody like the father. Uh, we were debating this um, actually on 108 Dragons show yesterday, the Dragon's Den. Uh, thank you again for having me there. Uh, we talked about the fact that um, that these games have had some very, very icon- iconic bad guys, and the, the father was kind of like a conglomeration of where I think he said Jeffrey Dahmer. I compared him to the gentleman from Waco, Texas. Um, So, I mean, I was just surprised when you said you never played part five because New Dawn, I really feel they tried to continue it, but really what shot them, I don't think it was a good time to try to do a continuation on a story like that because they gave you choices in part five that gave you Chance to have different endings where New Dawn kind of made everything canon except for one ending And that was the ending of you basically locking yourself away with the father and that was that Um, And then in New Dawn you kind of find out what happened to the father and the original character from five I enjoyed New Dawn. I don't have anything wrong with it, but I will definitely say I don't want to I've wanted to play part five again more than I've wanted to play New Dawn Far Cry 6 now, this game has my eyes totally wanting to explode out of my head. Um, Like Dreadpool said, the shininess of the game is a little odd. Um, I'm hoping that maybe they'll kind of tone that down once they realize or hear um, some feedback from people that um, it doesn't need to look like the entire land is made of plastic. Um, So I'm excited by the guns. Now, when I heard you guys talking about the guns, um, the scene for... have you uh, Has anybody seen the car scene down there in cuba fast and the yeah, furious yep. touched on it yeah those guys keep some really classic cars running and from the way i've heard they'll put take a motor out of a boat and put it in a car yeah so the fact that they're literally there's going to be some crazy crafting in this game and you're going to be making i think it was a reference about making a, a machine gun out of a motorcycle and then you guys talking about the cd player with the macarena um i just really feel like This is the Far Cry series at its best, where it really has a way of kind of like highlighting a a culture and also highlighting the subculture. You know, who wants to be proud of Jeffrey Dahmer and the individual out of Waco, Texas? But you can definitely agree that they were very crazy, almost character—I don't want—they're crazy people that, you know, for some reason— Everybody was talking about him, so why not Uh make a game about a character like that? Yeah, I could go on about these games.
0: Yeah, because you are talking about the seeds, right? Like the seed family, if I'm not mistaken?
2: Yeah, the seed family. But yeah, that's where, but like, have you ever heard of Waco, Texas?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, I'm well-versed in it.
2: Okay, I was just going to say, to me, it reminded me more of that. The idea of like, we're just this happy, hunky-dory family, and uh, if anybody tries to come knock in, we're just going to burn the building down and... You know, whatever happens, happens. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, well, again, to me, Far Cry 6, it looks like you guys brought up some uh, interesting points with, uh, again, how they're going about graphically. uh, Like, I think it looks more like a concentrated effort on Ubisoft's behalf. Like, I don't think, I, I think they're going back to their strengths with this title i mean even like the voice i just want to shoot cds at people you got Giancarlo (laughs) esposito again you got the macarena shooting cds like (laughs) no i just like i'm really curious to see how the sandbox plays out and yeah i don't know it just looks like a fun fun time like what do you guys think in the chat about far cry 6 is this uh something you guys want to pick up or are you gonna wait actually you know what guys like i'm really curious too because this has a date of, let's see, I wrote it down somewhere. Uh, I believe it's October 7th, which, I mean, there's a lot of games that are probably going to fall within that t- uh, time period, too. Uh, I'm kind of wondering if this will even be chased. Like, I'm wondering if they're going to move it or what. I mean,
1: who knows? But uh... I, I was I was actually kind of hoping that they would have it as three-player, so that way we can go down there as the... Um... Oh, man, I just lost the, the name of the movie uh the three amigos that way we could do the, the <laughs> macarena together <laughs> <Martin Short.
0: laughs> hey you never know there could be an easter egg in there with like uh either like some kind of macarena easter egg or a three amigos Steve easter martin. Martin. <laughs> yeah uh yeah so that chevy chase and martin, martin short martin, uh, short. Martin
4: short
1: yep oh,
0: that,
4: God, you're from your uh canadian friend
0: <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean i don't know him personally shock i mean not all canadians know each other personally just saying <laughs> but uh hey? no no i'm just like
4: <laughs> anybody remember him as a uh, show where he wore a fat suit <laughs> it what was it called glick
0: <laughs> oh Jiminy glick and it was
4: on comedy central yeah yeah that was him it, where he'd wear, martin short would come out and wear like a giant fat suit like fat bastard style and he would be a tv host <laughs> for some shit <laughs> i don't know well, off topic
0: it, well he's pretty That's... dead sexy that <laughs> bastard so yeah jimmy glick would be uh, up that alley too um but yeah again like far cry 6 is an interesting title that i'm keeping an eye on fellas and uh, yeah i mean it seems like a few of the panel members here are uh, looking forward to it and even in the chat, I mean, I'm seeing some stuff there too. Um, indie gamer, for example. I'm
2: surprised there's not more talk about like who's who they cast to be the bad guy.
0: Oh yeah, you're talking about Giancarlo Esposito.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm just saying. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I just love the fact that no matter what, Ubisoft really tries to go out of their way when it comes when it comes to at least the Far Cry series of making sure that the The bad guy is going to be as memorable as possible.
1: Mm-hmm. You gotta have something memorable. So if your if your character that you're portraying is not that memorable, you might as well have the bad guy do it.
0: Well, that's why Far Cry. I had argued this. I was in the chat on the uh, Green Pass Gaming, and they were they had a, a chat about this, obviously, and. That's why Far Cry 3 sticks out a lot to people, because you had Vosh, and Vosh was a very mm-hmm. memorable character for, well, a, f- a few different reasons, but uh, in Far Cry, there's always this, there uh, ha- there's all these, like, uh, allusions to morality and whatnot, and... Um, Four kind of went the extreme with what's his name? Pagan Men, I believe his name. Like, he's very, very diabolical character. Um, five. If you got
2: into the story of part four and you find out why Pagan Men was doing what he was doing in the first place, like you actually read the journals and stuff, you almost at the end of it feel sorry for Pagan Men.
0: Well, it didn't, like, in, I mean, he was the guy, like, you know, was killing, like, didn't he kill his own guard, or, like, right at the beginning of the game or something, if I recall?
2: Well, yeah, be, yeah, because he was just like, he's like, I told you to stop the bus, not shoot the bus. There is a distinct difference between stop and shoot. And that's where he all of a sudden just pulls a knife and mm-hmm. just shanks that guy down. And then he just looks at you, he's like, I am so sorry you had to see that. And it's like, dude, this guy's out of his mind.
0: Mm-hmm, but that's, yeah, but that's what I mean, like, at least, like, they do have these really memorable characters, uh, the seeds, they were memorable in their own ways, too, uh, that's why, like, some the of the-
2: actor they got to play the father, Do you ever see him, like, in the photo shoot,
0: I... when they actually took photos of him? I don't believe so, no.
2: What, uh, if you ever get time, go and look at the photos of the guy that they basically got to do the father, and they, uh... They did an actual photo shoot with him that a real life uh, like, you know how on the front cover of Far Cry five, there's the father standing at the table and all the Mm -hmm. other seeds are at the table with them. Yes. So they had him stand at the table and they went and found other lookalikes to look like the seeds. And they took this actual photo of him standing at the table to make it look like the game cover. And he looks dead on like the father.
0: Mm hmm. Actually, Far Cry 5 is on sale right now. I think the gold edition. Should I pick it up since you're in for like 20 bucks? Oh, sh- uh,
2: dude, there is more than enough time. That's why I'm surprised. We're all talking about the Macarena. If anybody <laughs> here has played Far Cry 5, we all remember that time when we uh, drove out in the sticks and we had to turn on the, the song Sexual Healing for a bull out in the middle of the sticks. You were uh, you had a request from the bartender to retrieve... Uh, Blue Rocky Mountain oysters, and there's only one way to make them blue.
0: <laughs> really? I, I, I had no idea. Uh, yep. You base- drive out in the middle of the sticks, you
2: throw on a, a good uh, sexual healing song and let nature take its course. And in the middle of it, you had to walk up with a gun and pretty much uh, end the fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All and right.
2: That's where I was just like, man, the, man people who cr- sh- the, the people who cook up Far Cry games are a different breed. I mean, you
1: know, something like that. You should, you know, he should have had the knife out.
2: Oh, dude, I'm not gonna take on a bull with a knife. No, I'll just pull out the forty-four, one shot, done.
1: Hmm. I should ask you uh, damage the oysters.
2: No, no, I, it was a headshot. shot. I, I made sure to miss.
1: Yeah.
0: I should ask a downer because he's over in Montana. I should see if he's done anything like that with the cows. So.
1: Oh, we 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 had to do that when I when I was on the farm. You had to get the rubber band. And you stretch. You get this machine that stretches out the rubber band, and you got to make sure that everything's down, down low. And then you let go of it, and it clasps it. And then what it does is it cuts. It's so tight it cuts off the blood circulation. Eventually, you hear ding, tink. Hmm.
2: Wow. So yeah. Hey, babe. Don't worry about ordering dinner. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> the more you know right <laughs> i don't know you can get some sauce with that centurion you know some dipping sauce <laughs> you work,
1: today's
2: you gotta work you gotta work are brought to you by the letter b for never mind oh uh, too funny hmm.
1: now would that be blue cheese <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think we just wandered
0: We just wandered into some obscene territory there.
2: (laughs) Dude, the show is not off the tracks. We are in a total different theme park at this point.
0: But uh, anyways, guys, we'll switch gears. But yeah, Far Cry 6 looks like an interesting title. I'm definitely going to keep an eye or two on it. uh, I mean, with so many games, it's kind of hard to. But uh, you know what? It's it's intriguing to me, to say the least. And from the looks of the chat, there's a lot of people like Far Cry. So yeah, man, lots to be excited for. Uh, Okay, guys, we'll move on to some more gameplay talk and after a long period of silence we got new gameplay trailer for Dying Light 2. Uh we got a deep dive into like the city world, survival and many other aspects of the title like with any of these other gameplay reveals. I know people were getting worried about this title considering some things going on at developer Techland. But you know what? The fears seem to be now averted. Uh, Centurion, what are your impressions of this title, Dying Light 2, Stay Human? Is this something that catches your interest at all?
2: Oh, totally catches my uh, interest. Uh, I enjoyed the first game. Uh, For some reason, I couldn't put the first game down when I got it. It was actually one of the titles that I picked up when I first got my Xbox One originally. Um, Yeah, I missed the launch of the Xbox One. I know that... Yeah, pretty much. So... That was one of the first games I got to play. It was either Shadow, uh, Shadow of Mordor or Dying Light, because I got them both, and somehow Dying Light hooked me first. And, dude, what a blast of a game. Very unique concept. I couldn't I couldn't get over the concept of, you're out in the middle of this world that you could pretty much parkour all over the place. Yeah, it gets bigger as you go, um, but the fact that you could literally get lost in this world collecting stuff and lose so lose all track of time and all of a sudden your watch goes off and the guy's like hey you gotta get somewhere safe otherwise you're gonna have some issues and in the beginning part of the game you didn't ever want to be out at night um so i'm really looking forward to part two i'm really wanting to know how they're going to evolve that mechanic i do know that we're probably going to see a much more heavier emphasis of at least uh, NPCs or human activity in the game versus like in the first game, it was pretty much like in pockets. You wouldn't really, you would kind of like encounter some human NPCs outside of these like colony areas. But I'm wondering if they're actually going to make it more of a thing because it seems like they're putting a much more heavy emphasis on the human aspect of the game. We did Mm -hmm. see zombies in the game um the game in my opinion looks a lot more colorful we're seeing grass um has anybody? uh is it actually still taking place in haran or is it somewhere else that i don't know see they that
3: didn't really, I, I don't know well, that he actually I, said that in the trade or in the yeah I, I don't know i
1: i was led to believe that it was but not in that same area yeah it would have to be had. uber expanded yeah like
2: Yes. Or... Yeah, I know, because last time, I, I remember Haran, mm. they had walled the city in, and then they came out with the uh, the following uh, DLC, or I might get the name wrong, but the one where you're going out in the countryside with the dune buggy, and somehow, the basically, the, the disease had spread outside the quarantine, so I was curious to see if they were going to build off of that, the fact that technically it had actually had breached quarantine. Um, I hope so. It would make sense. I could say from I have a few friends that uh, are close to me that skipped the first game altogether. And then I got his kid to play the first game with me, uh, some co-op, and we had a great time. And he actually went and played the first game and had a great time with it. And uh, his dad just witnessed this trailer for Dying Light, too. And he actually went out and bought the first game to play it, and so far he's been actually having a great time. And he even he's like, I can't believe I missed this experience, just because it's a, it's very unique, and it's also a good example of. I know everybody's been worried about Techland and what's going on with Dying Light Two. Um, if any of the developers from the first game have been involved in the second game. They have constantly released DLC over the years, over an entire generation for one game for Dying Light. It's insane, right? Right. And I and and some of it they've asked money for, other times they didn't. Um like, you know, uh when they came out with the following DLC, they didn't have to include that in the season pass, but they did. They said, "You know what?" it's been years but we're just going to include it with the season pass of the game and anybody with the season pass gets this dlc and i dude that meant the world to me you know to all of a sudden just you know read a news article about a game that you had played and beat and was basically shelved all of a sudden has more value again and you completely pull it out and start playing it again
1: oh what was that one and done oh wait no i guess not huh Right. Yeah,
3: that <laughs> game's <laughs> definitely not a one and done. You know, and that, I'm about to hap- pick it back up again.
1: Honestly, yeah, that's it you can play it for, like, a different. Well, that's what happens when you support the, the developers and the <laughs> developers support their games. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, uh, it's, and it's that's it's a two way street, and a lot of a lot of people right get that. See, and here's a funny thing, right? Anybody remember the island of Panay or Palanay or the Benoit Archipelago? Okay, all right, history lesson. My favorite game, all right, sets of games technically is Dead Island and Dead Island Riptide. Ooh, that is the predecessor to dying light. Oh, yeah. Okay, Dead Island 2 has nothing to do with these guys. All right. So don't look at Dead Island 2 or any of that crap. But the first two is Dead Island and Dead Island Riptide, right? So it's one and 1.5. Okay. That is the predecessor to dying light. That was awesome. Dying light was awesome. And it was just it's just cool to see how they've transitioned. And now you look at how Dead Island 2, or I'm sorry, Dying Light 2 is, they've built even bigger, right? They went from a small island and, and you had your sections, and now you know they went bigger. And I bought it on the 360, and I even bought the collector's edition on the uh Xbox One, right? So I mean same game I didn't care it was just that good I bought it again and the same thing here this is going to be I'm just interested on how the factions work because if you help one faction it screws over another faction so you gotta you gotta you know figure out your your strategy when it comes to all this so it's not just how it was before there's a little bit more strategy when it comes to this game so and that's that's the intriguing part of where do you accidentally screw up you know what i mean see, Who that, do you help? that's what's got
3: me so uh i want it right now because i just want to see how how your interactions with the ai actually affect the world around you that's the right. most intriguing part about this game it's a huge leap forward in that sense
1: and in the end we're all gonna be playing a different game mm-hmm Mm-hmm. you see' Which is I, the cool part
0: I haven't played the first game but I mean I've heard a lot of really good things about the game especially like you guys you were, play I, it please. oh
1: definitely I, I, I even paid full price for the the following because it was on sale it made more sense to buy the 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 full version of the following than just the DLC at the time you know so I you guys know me i I, I look for all those sales on the older games even though I already had it it was cheaper to buy the following versus just to buy the the, so, uh, the expansion.
2: We remember when Dying Light first came out was pretty much close to the beginning of the, the generation for the Xbox One and PS4. Mm-hmm. And the it's idea of three. season pass, because we were all starting to get on that DRM train, like, oh, we don't want to be locked down to a digital platform, blah, blah, blah. We all know that argument. Um, and the idea of the season pass in games, because we went from buying dlc and dlc upgrades all of a sudden they're wanting this season pass thing and everybody was completely cautious of this concept of season pass what am i getting what am i not getting and i just know i loved dying light enough to just basically get rid of my own my own trepidations over drm and season passes and all that stuff i was like no this game is awesome i want to see what this game has to offer and when i put down for that season pass and then all of a sudden you got like the blueprints for some of the, in my opinion, the funner weapons of the game. I'm not trying to say it's pay to win, but you know, when you get a hold of a weapon that you, you just can't put down, you're using it on everything in the game. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. So can I bring something up that, that I don't feel like enough people talk about when this game comes up? Mm-hmm. What, what the fuck are they going to do with multiplayer? That shit was fun. Uh-huh. Like yeah. that was like the most underrated part of that game. Like
2: what was it called? It's again? Like, be the what? Oh. Be the lurker, be the lurker or something like that. Something like yeah, it, it's like cuz you weren't your typical zombie. You were the ones that only come out at night that can like unlock their jaw that has yes. like the tentacle thing that comes out of their face. Yeah, and you
3: could leap like so goddamn far. Like it it was fun. It was 1 versus 4 or whatever it was. Like
2: it kind of uh, the, reminded you of evolve a
3: little bit. Yes. But, but, and that's the thing. I think I'm wondering if evolve didn't get some inspiration from that fucking mode.
0: I'm trying to think that maybe uh, the uh, that that new one coming out uh, back for blood. It might even have some inspiration because some of the, uh, the new zombies kind of look uh, very similar. now that I think about it.
1: Oh
3: yeah, no, but it was so damn fun. Like, like I said, the probably the most underrated part of the original Dying Light was, was that weird fun multiplayer versus mode.
1: See, and I, I'm more into the campaign. You know, I want co-op. You know, uh, for or oh for yeah, a campaign. me too. I, I, I like to strategize with my friends and then, you know team up and stuff like that. I mean, multiplayer is great when when you know one versus whoever and and stuff like that, but. I actually get more enjoyment out of playing with my friends versus, you know, against my friends. You know what I mean? It just depends on the game and how, how smooth it works. But I mean, there, there's certain times you're like, ah, you know, you son of, a, and it's like, you know, you run into that same friend and, and sometimes you're that friend, right? You're, you're dominating everybody. It just, it just depends on how fun it can be with the different skill levels of, of players. Well, see, I think that's 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 why I like the
3: multiplayer, because I always played by myself, you know, as as whatever the infected was they made you play as. Mm -hmm. And it was just me fucking four other people up. (laughs) Like, uh, I don't know. I think that's why I liked it so much. It was a total change of pace.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, that's cool that they did that uh, free update for that. I mean, that's, uh, you know, that's kind of... It's really nice when uh, developers do that, uh, you know, giving more... More back to the you well. Know.
2: It was beyond free. It was like you played a game, you beat it. It was shelved. You know, it was a game that went in the back of your mind, going, "That was a really great game." I would. Pl- it has replay value. And then all of a sudden, you open your phone up one day, and here's this article, like Techland is going to release this just pretty much giant, massive DLC for the game that's going to completely expand off of it. And I-, I couldn't wait for that to come out it fast w- enough. Yeah, it was like a year and a
1: half later, right? It wasn't even. Oh a year. yeah, it was, was nowhere.
2: It, it was way after the game had launched. Like, I mean, you never like you didn't see it coming,
1: or at least right. I didn't. I no, I don't think anybody did. I think uh, from what I recall, even with my friends, it, it was like uh, I didn't even know they were working on this. It, so it was, did you know, was... they
2: just actually released recently released another DLC for Dying Light. The 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 first one actually very recently.
1: Yeah, I know they they announced that they were doing some sort of complete edition. Well, no, so they did a complete edition,
2: but no, the DLC I'm talking about is, don't ask me why, it was kind of like a mode that they wanted to put in, Uh, so you go, you can actually buy it right now. They put an arcade machine in the bottom of the main base in the, uh, the, the first part of the city you're in when you first start the game, and you basically start playing this arcade, and it Takes you to this mode of the game where it's like the old school, like I don't want to say doom, but uh, where you would base go down the hallways in the castle and you'd fight skele- like and skeletons fight? like I want to say, like m- maybe old school, like that because like it showed like skeletons and like armor with swords and like it didn't have it was like it w- all of a sudden went medieval, it had like a medieval oh, mode.
1: But uh, what's that game? Um. Oh shit! I just remembered what the
3: multiplayer was. You actually invaded other people's games as an infected. It was being a zombie. That's what it was called. Oh wow! That's why I fucking loved it so much because you could, you could, if somebody had that shit turned on, you could fuck up their day if you were good.
1: Wow!
3: That's that's what it was. Like you could literally turn that on, and someone could invade your game at night, and just fuck you up. Yeah, if, if they were good infected, it was like it was a risk, but it was it was intense. That, that Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just I just remembered.
0: That's cool. I didn't that's even what made know. It's so fun. I didn't even know. Yeah, about You can
3: in, invade someone's campaign.
0: Oh, I'm all about invading. So that's pretty cool. The be- I think the best game that I enjoyed that
4: with was like when I played the first uh, Watch Dogs And, like, you'd be, like, uh, there's, like, a voyeur part of it where you could enter their game and you'd have to, like, tail them but not make them think that you look different than any other NPC. Like, so you'd have to, like, walk the same as NPCs. or And then it would just be hilarious. It'd be like, wait, something's off. That car is moving, like, really weird. And it's, like, you'd have to spot them. And then if you take them out before that, you kind of get points or if they get something on you or track you. I thought that was pretty cool because you wouldn't know when they're following you or spying on you.
2: So is, on, the di- the on the on the Light YouTube channel, uh, the the launch trailer for the the Hell Raid DLC is August thirteenth of twenty twenty. So not even a year not even a year ago, under a year ago, they released a DLC for Dying Light, and they just had a crossover event for with Rust. So the no developers shit. are still hitting the drum on this game to this day. Wow. That's
1: why, uh, that Dying Light 2 is taking forever game. to come out. They're <laughs> still supporting the Heart first one.
0: Yeah, and I can respect <laughs> that. I really do respect it when devs do that. It's kind of like I actually, I have gameplay on right now for, uh, Vermentide too and it just it keeps getting supported with content uh some of it paid and uh, some of it free and it's like yeah you know, i really i really do appreciate when devs like continually support their game not just with season passes or just for like you know six months like when they when they go on for years it's like they truly actually care about the game and how people playing the game uh you know they're not just about oh you know just doing a couple of quick patches this and that and then you know they forget about it and move on it's like they actually care about what they create and i i respect it when the developers put forth that effort so
3: holy shit this is the night i joined you guys this is the first time (laughs) i ever played this game yeah i recognize this gameplay yeah yeah oh shit my name's on screen i guess i could have picked up on that but <laughs> no
2: it was like this looks really familiar what the fuck is going on what do you mean on? i was there when you joined the party I was, I was yeah like, i know so just AC like, House just the joined the fight?
3: party
0: well it was me lupa yeah. and dealer and then yeah everybody just started joining in it was, it was a lot of fun <laughs> oh man um yeah, this game is actually yeah it's pretty fucking fun oh you can do yeah you can do some really crazy stuff here um now this game—it's another uh, one of those dates where it's a—it's a seventh date, uh, December seventh, guys. Uh, so you know it's, we're going to be ending off the year with uh, at least one good game. Uh, do you th- do you think that they'll uh, stick to this release date, or do you see it falling
1: back at all?
2: Dude, I'm I'm curious I'm on this okay. release date situation with all these games. If it falls back, I'm okay with it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, same here.
3: Like I trust me, but I'm alright with it. It just Mm -hmm. not a year it would be ideal
0: (laughs) a couple months i could probably handle yeah true true well i mean I, i i'm pretty hopeful too like the more that you guys talk about the more i'm excited about it and then just seeing the gameplay like I can't believe how much detail and color and just how vibrant everything is it it looks phenomenal the animations uh, character models and just like the kind of creativity it sounds like you can really do a lot of I don't want to say customization but you can like kind of alter the environment in certain ways like different aspects of the city too like just that's just what I gathered from the trailer but overall I mean it it looks like one hell of a game.
2: The fact that you haven't played the first game in the first game you have in the first game you start off using decoys but by the time you're done you're pretty much rigging up decoys on cars that are rigged to explode and you're just setting up these elaborate freaking ways of just to craft the biggest amount of sand carnage fisher. can.
3: By the time you're fucking all built up dude you're
2: By the time you're all built up you're walking out at midnight getting up on a tight on a tight wire above everything just hammering off rounds into the air to attract as much bs as yep. you can <laughs> yeah
3: it's 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 fucking awesome it's a it's a good feeling too once you slowly start upgrading you get a little ballsier and a little ballsier it'll bite in the ass here and there but oh dude it's so fun yep i'm definitely playing it again definitely like check very it out. Soon. all right <laughs> so you should probably just get it dude it's worth it is worth every minute of your time.
0: Damn! All right. Well, I may have to bite into this one. Uh, <laughs> you guys, you I'll guys are back. I'll be
2: honest, man. Bio Mutant is a great game. I know that's on your radar, but mm. I know Dying Light would be a much cheaper purchase, and I think you would freaking hands down enjoy, enjoy Dying Light. Well, I'm not saying Bio Mutant's a bad game. What? I'm just saying Bio Mutant will be there waiting for you, mm. but Dying Light.
1: Compare the two experiences. I would Ex- play Dying Light. Especially for as much content as there is so far that they've built up for it. Hmm. Yeah. Well, well so if you think happened. about That's... it, I
0: have to do a wait and see <laughs> yeah. since uh, I will be starting to play uh, Necromunda Hired Gun as of tomorrow. But. Hey, you know, I will keep that on my radar. It might be my next summer game. So you guys are bad influences, jeesh. But in in a good way, in a good (laughs) way. Um, Okay, well, I think we'll uh, move on to uh, some other bits of news. And actually, this one's going to be more uh, Xbox-specific topic-wise. And there appears to be uh, an issue popping up with some Xbox One and smart delivery titles where the games just... I don't know. I just they won't run on the console if it isn't connected to the internet. Uh, Shockley, my friend, I know that this is something that you were rather keen on looking into. Uh, what do you think of this apparent DRM issue?
4: Yeah, I did. Uh, I follow MVG who did the uh, a video that everybody was talking about. He does really good work. Um, at first, I thought in some of it I did test because where he did say, um, you know, you have to set it to home console. And even that didn't work. I didn't have any problems with Ori, Will, the Wisp, and Resident Evil 2 that he couldn't get starting uh, digitally. When he said it, to, when I said it to home console, I had no issue because um, I knew he had a, a Xbox Series S, so I knew that was like his home console. So I knew that was probably some of the reasons he was having some issues because he just got the Series X. So he started trying to play that, and then it's saying, "Hey, well, you're." You know, you don't own this digitally, uh, like some of this content, if you're not connected to the internet for us to verify it. So you have to have your console set to home console, and it usually fixes a lot of those issues. But I did find it interesting. I did actually pick up Rise of the Tomb Raider, the one he tried, um, Xbox One game, and the smart delivery game, Hitman 3, which is basically still an Xbox One game. Now, it they both installed fine, but there is something odd that you have to do and it's not it doesn't like an online check to see like hey is it the best version um and it will ask you that and you can still set your console offline to like make it not force you to download the 30 gig patch or whatever it is but it has to use before you start it after you do an install before you start that game you have to just for two seconds connect to the internet just for it to like for some reason, authenticate uh, backwards compatibility on Xbox One games playing on Series X. So unfortunately, it seems like I haven't tried any other uh, Xbox One games, um, but it seems like at least for that first time, and I even did it twice just to see like, hey, maybe if it was just that one time with that game on your console, but no, it's you have to for like two seconds just you know, touch base with the internet. <laughs> and once you do that, you're good. Once, because then you can just go offline, and you're not going to have any trouble unless you like delete the game and try to reinstall it again. Um, but it is kind of odd. Microsoft went with backwards compatibility almost like the 360 way is in the sense that you have to connect to the internet to play Xbox One games, at least those two um, that so far that we tested before you can actually play them. So I felt that was kind of uh, an odd choice. So it's definitely something they should should address. I feel like they could easily fix that i think that's just kind of a oversight on their on their part that they could fix in a software issue now the whole issue of like hey if your console ever has to restart itself you have to you know when you set up your console like we all did you have to connect to the internet so hopefully they address that too that's what everybody else's gripe is i'd say my biggest gripe is if you want to play another two like two player if i want to play with one of my friends that comes over with fighting game a second player i have to have them if they don't have an account i have to like make up an account and make up an email and make up like an xbox live account separate just to play two player on the same console which is kind of s- dumb so <laughs> mm,
0: yeah
4: um that's that's my two cents yeah. i did test that out i thought it's uh i thought it was just the home console issue that fixed most things but the physical disc you have to have at least for those two games you have to connect to the internet for like two seconds just to authenticate them i guess that's so weird it makes me wonder if there's some
3: kind of publish publisher issue with that like built in is there something they can't pass go get past with on the disc itself
1: that's that's what i'm thinking it's it's something that was on the disc that's lacking that's
4: fine yeah Mm dmc five uh the remastered or whatever edition, ultimate special edition. Uh, since it was a native Series X game, it wasn't an Xbox One game or smart delivery. That worked fine. And you'll install it. You'll have to connect to the internet. So after a couple of years, all of this will be kind of behind us. But yeah, if you want to play any of your backlog, um, yeah, like they said, if the servers were to go down, now Xbox or Microsoft's a software company, they still authenticate my uh, Windows, uh, or not Windows, but uh, Office 2010 professional they still authenticate that so uh the likely they're a services based company they're the whole reason is they're going to sell you services they want you Mm -hmm. to keep you engaged the likelihood that they're going to drop that probably not going to happen they even went back and you know if you tried to buy a 360 game on the store where you had to do that stupid thing where it would tell you the price and you had to go to it like you couldn't easily buy it real quick it was a
3: pain in the ass
4: yeah, but now they've integrated it into the Windows Store, so now you can just buy the games right off the store, and it's quick and easy, just like you're paying for any hey, other look. game. So they went back and actually revamped, brought those, ported those games into the Windows Store. So unless the Windows Store, and there's no store on Windows anymore, unless that goes away, you're probably not going to have any issues, like, getting access to your games. Uh, whereas we saw, you know, the Wii from that era of 360, they already kicked that bucket and then you already saw sony they almost kicked the bucket on the ps3 leaving you know 360 the only one still standing w- would have been um so i mean microsoft's at least a safer in that area but yeah it's still kind of something they should address
3: but okay. i wonder how the hell you get past it like think about it when your console's offline how how do you can't you can't check anything like but you i mean you should be able to just put a game in and play it with no updates no nothing
4: yeah. mm-hmm, it's, yeah. it's
3: weird that they have they have, it's something it, it's some part of the the os on the console itself
1: preventing preventing yeah. it
4: i think it's the way or they chose the to go disc. about like backwards only, compatibility
1: yeah it's it's, weird. it's between the the series and the one and in, in all that with when it comes to all that because back in 2013 i got rid of my internet and when i did get my xbox I went to my friend's house, plugged it up so I can get the you know the day one patch, but I didn't have any issues loading the the games on there and this is like I said the one the OG one console in 2013. The VCR? Yeah, the VCR mm-hmm. when it launched. I was able to to do that, set my home console, you know, do the games that I needed and after that I had no issues because it was my home console. So it's obviously something between the one and previous going on to the series. So something with the series consoles is not catching that right, that they need a fix. You know what I mean? And um, um, You know, Shock brought up the, the, the whole second player thing, and I, I think that's bullshit too. You should be able to just have a second unknown player just it's to be able to get on there. You shouldn't that. Ha- yeah, you shouldn't have to sit there. <laughs> well, I mean, my brother-in-law is over here, right? And we ended up playing... um finally i got a chance to play uh, a way out right Mm -hmm. he's playing on my daughter's account because i didn't feel like going through and setting him up he's a playstation guy you know but we still play games we don't care you know he's a playstation guy i'm an xbox guy you know what i mean we we play games we talk we we interact and we you know he's like hey you know let's play a game together and i was like well this is what i got you know he's like oh i was playing it before with my wife and it's you know it's great we haven't finished it i was like well you want to play it again and we played through and we beat it. You know, we had a great time, but it was like, all right, we gotta set you up an account, um, or I can give you access to my daughter's account, and then we'll just play like that. Yeah, you see, know, I solved I mean, that that's... issue by just creating a guest oh, yeah. account.
4: That's what that's what I'm right.
1: now. Like, like didn't right didn't out of the gate.
4: Do that by you shouldn't have to, One? but didn't it just give you a guest option? I could have sworn before, yeah.
1: before it did. You could, you, you could put your game and as tag
4: as you in a
3: one in parentheses. That's right. what I saw after yeah. it. Yeah. Well, now, granted that, yeah, the uh, convenience wise, yeah, it would be nice if it just kind of carried forward with everything. But at the same time, you make one random bogus account. You you know you take five minutes making it, and you never have to think about it again.
1: However, that email shuts down if you don't log into it periodically. Because if you don't log into yeah, it after a certain amount of time, everyone, they get rid of it. So then, what? What do you do? How do you retrieve that yeah. when it's gone now? So that's that's the you BS make part. Another of... one in five years. Exactly. But yet again, <laughs> every every every, every every so often, you're going to have to go back in there, and and yeah. anything yeah. <laughs> that you would have got free on that account is gone. Yeah, True. maybe
4: if we have, uh, I forget his, I forget his name. Um, one that's really on the hardware side. It's too bad we didn't have them.
1: Jason models
4: um no uh one of the other guys that made the headset um david pree yeah uh, uh yeah david yeah that's yeah. what i was gonna say but i was thought i was gonna mix up the name <laughs> um but yeah that would be great if we, you know great question to ask him in the sense because this it seems like just a complete oversight maybe they just didn't catch it um which would be weird because like i mean they do extensive tests but if you think about it I get the reason why you need to do that with the 360. Download the game, because the game's it's not reading that disk. So there because it's not proper uh proper uh backwards compatibility, it's emulation. But in this case, your the data it is installing from the disk. And I you know, I hear it's it's spinning the disk, reading all the data, it's there. So I don't know why you'd have to authenticate just for two like seconds of internet connectivity. If the, yeah, it's the disc like in that hand disc hand is has someone else's name it. on so it. There's no, like, getting around it unless someone cracked how to copy <laughs> those games on a Blu-ray. No one's done that yet. So, and, But that's proving you have it. So why it would have to... The system couldn't just say, oh, yeah, that's the game. Cool. And it authenticate it. I like, if something leaked through it. from 2013. And knows you're, this? you got it. <laughs>
1: They're bullshit this, is, this is the, the, the stuff right, we yeah. end up with because of piracy. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. do all this extra stuff to go over. Remember
4: but
1: when they used to have uh, the 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 DRM on the PC games, and the games would take like twenty minutes to load. And once they removed that, you know, once that DRM was uh, hacked, they'd remove it from the game. The game would pop up within, within seconds. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it, it it's, it's part of it is the piracy part. You know what I mean? And I get it. You know, you don't want to pay full price for these games. So, you know, you, you do what you can to cheat the system, but then because people are cheating the system, they got to jack up the price. It's, it's like a never ending battle no matter which way you go, you know, no matter which side you're on, but this is the stuff that's going to happen. And this is what I'm saying pretty soon we're going to be streaming these games. And why are we streaming these games? Because you can't hack into this, into their servers to do all this stuff. You're going to still be able to hack certain amount of, of, um,
4: I don't even think anyone's the cracking these games. Like I don't see them. On, we, don't like, see like this, we don't see you it as we don't see it as anymore. Games on the PC and before it even releases, the game's already leaked, and you're playing this using the switch emulator on the PC mm-hmm. before switch uh, players can actually play it. Like I don't know how they're they're cracking those things so quick, but I don't know any. I've never heard of anybody like actually you, you know getting the game from the disc from like the Xbox or Xbox
1: One disc, but. Um, I don't know that are actually burning. I'll just keep quiet. <laughs> I'll just keep quiet. How's that? Well, I mean, in um, the sense
4: that someone's actually uh, spending money. Who? No one's buying. It's not like back where everybody just had a bunch of CDs because they were burning music so much that it made sense to like, yeah, let me burn the place Dreamcast game on this CD. It made sense because you had a stack of them, um, but no one has a stack of Blu-rays where they're like. Hey, I'm gonna spend a couple of hours or however long it t- uh, takes to yeah. burn yeah. 40, 50 gigs on it or on a Blu-ray. <laughs> to put yeah. it. To a, no one's but going you're,
1: to. You're also talking about emulate uh, guys that do emulation, right? Yeah. So think about that. They they're not doing the discs. They're just getting the ROMs. They're getting the information, yeah. and then playing it from there. So, but, then but they
4: they don't force you to do that if it's a native, uh, XS game. It it doesn't do any of that. You, you could do it offline with, after that initial one setup that you did to start the console on launch day, you'll mm-hmm. have no issue with a native Series X game if you never turn it back on. Um, it's for some reason... As long as it's, treating, it's your home. As long as that's why it's your I think home, it's Xbox. like a software issue that, that it was an oversight. It's just treating backwards right. compatible games that aren't native, just like everything, like OG 360 and now Xbox One. It's just like, oh, we're just going to do the same authentication just by default. That's what I yeah. i the remember- There
3: was something wrong when they were trying to get you know get they moving everything forward. It somehow got lost in this weird limbo between
1: old back compat games and last gen back compat games. Yeah, you got to remember there's there's how many games out there, right? Xbox got no games, but <laughs> there, there's a a ton of games to 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 sit there and code for. Not let alone you're coding for different platforms. For onto the series consoles, so and each series console is different. Remember, the X is playing the X version, which is a higher resolution, and then your S is actually playing your 1S version of games, which is two different versions. So there, there's there's that complexity there. So any there there's, there could be any number of things. Or it could be just one little switch, right? And, and I'm you know, saying a theoretical switch. It's not really that. But it could be something simple that it was an oversight. Or it could be a multitude of things between, like we said earlier, between the developer putting the, the uh, information minus a key um, feature or, or something like that to activate the CD. Some that kind of element a, in there. Yeah, something to, to, to verify online for that two seconds like you mentioned. It could, be, it, it could be anything. Uh, and unfortunately, we don't know, and it's all speculation. You know, uh, and MVG has my respect when it comes to a lot of the stuff, but I don't, I'm not, I don't feel like he did his due diligence. I mean, you went back and, you know, you, you tested these things out also. I've seen other people on Twitter going back, you know, um, hopefully they're not lying, but they're also saying the same thing. You know, I don't have any of these issues with these games. So well, I, I saw think-
4: people like, hey, I'm gonna try to start my game offline and it was already installed. Well, at that point it already you already authenticated it with the internet because right. it was already on there. But I went and like did the exact thing he did, like treated it like, Hey, I did a hard reset on my console, um, and then I just made sure there's it wasn't connected to the internet before I did the hard reset, put the disk in, it installed, and it gave me the same error um both of those games so well, the, yeah it looks like it's legit at least yeah. those two games that have happened to me the exact same
1: now the digital part it's so weird and random that, too but, right and that's that's what i'm getting at there's there's we don't understand because i mean we know what we see but we don't know what we can't see but definitely know, so and if
4: any of you have any physical xbox one disc do
1: a hard reset
4: make sure it's you're in offline mode before you do the hard reset uh, just like hold down the you don't have to do the whole actual full. you said, but um, just do that and it's then just try to stick a disc in and, you know, see what happens. At least those two games I got at the same issue. So it might be I'm guessing it's every Xbox one game. You know, I wonder, I wonder if it's something's the lingering,
3: door. like literally hanging yeah. on from, you know, back when they tried to implement their super hardcore DRM policies. In like Back in
0: 2013 <laughs> When the VCR why, they came
3: they out
0: Because
3: it's it
4: just, just built and still, that doesn't make Forward sense, and off of to that the OS. Same OS
3: If That's they're going to the run thing. the
4: same OS And Xbox One consoles Don't have any issue of Playing those games in offline It doesn't have to do the authentication Like touching base with their servers For two seconds to, And if it's running the same yeah, I know It's in the OS so, somewhere I, is my guess Why on my Xbox One X, it didn't have the issue, but my
1: Series X, it does. That's weird. It is. It is very fucking weird. It it could be the same (laughs) instance on the PC world where you you have an NVIDIA card versus an AMD card. Certain things will work and certain things won't. And we don't understand why. We just know it doesn't.
0: It's very yeah, interesting so. listening to you guys talk about this stuff. I'm just like, it's very, you know, I'm just listening, like, oh, to all this information coming out. I'm, like, not as hardcore into um, the hardware and, like, the uh, that side of things. But, man, oh, man, uh, getting into the details. Very, very uh, informative, guys, I got to say.
1: Well, the good thing is he actually tested it, and he knows mm-hmm. that he, he was able to replicate two of the issues. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I've also seen other people saying the opposite. But like I said, I don't know how far they did what. Right. But they said that they had no issues, you know, and that's the other thing is some people are like, oh yeah, I got the issue also, but they're, they're not on their home console. They're on a console yeah. that they just sign in on. And yeah, I made like, sure um, to set it, that it doesn't way. count.
4: But I would definitely, if it, if any of you, I know probably most of us are digital and I had like only had some connect games to test, which weren't going to work obviously, so, I had to go and grab a couple of those, and I just grabbed the exact ones he used just for testing purposes, might as well. But yeah, if you happen to have a disc lying around, definitely try it, and then actually, you know, make it so your thing's already offline and the game's not been installed yet. So, I mean, it's like
3: confirmation a, in science, damn near right. makes it a fact, correct? So, I mean, and, mm-hmm. and here's the other thing the fact that uh, he need was need able, to to re, able to replicate the exact same thing makes
1: makes it an issue
0: right we need mind. to
1: respectfully make sure that they're aware of it you know yeah. maybe this, this is something that like we said before it's something that got past them and they're not aware of it and that's where and maybe where they it, are and they've been trying to fix it and they just That's can't. that's quite possible maybe it's I not I think that's as, what one
4: of the, dev- uh, the devs that was seeing this go around because there was somebody that kind of messaged um, that they're looking into some of this stuff. So I think they are aware of some of those issues with smart delivery. It's hard with smart delivery in this sense because people are like, well, I thought the Series X version was going to be on the game or on the disc. I'm like, you thought they were going to have both versions fitting on that Blu-ray? No. Uh, But I think everybody understood what smart delivery pretty much was. Because the Series X was not out. So they were, were already confirming smart delivery on Xbox One versions. Basically, you were going to get make sure you were going to get the free upgrade, plus it was going to automatically do it for you. That's what it was. So I think at least I understood it as, hey, that is the Xbox One version on the disc. It's going to download the Series X upgrade, like, p- enhancement, you know, from their servers after you put in the disc, but... Mm-hmm. I guess some people were thinking that. I mean, it is some weird advertising because it does say Series X version and Xbox One version like on the disc. So it is kind of misleading in that sense.
3: Even though it's not actually on the disc.
4: <laughs> Unless they were going to use like a 4K Ultra Blu ray, which they weren't going to spend money to do that. So.
3: Oh, hell no. Because then they have to jack our prices up. Yeah, they you
4: like <laughs> that Switch tax. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, yeah. Well, you know what? That's interesting. Um, yeah like i really hope that they address this at some point soon uh it just it seems like it it just it's gonna be a nagging issue for some people so i just i really hope they come out with an update that addresses that at some point uh it is just kind of weird as you guys were alluding to that we'd be even having this issue at this point but hopefully it's not remnants from the uh 2013 era but uh they know about it either way, and the, some developers have come out talking about it. So I, I, they, they know about it and hey hopefully they got on top of that. Uh, speaking about Switch, though, uh, onto our last topic of the evening, and there's been some interesting developments uh, that we're starting to see some leaks regarding the new revised Nintendo Switch. And we've been hearing about this for quite a while, but now we're seeing some more juicy details drop uh, from some more reliable sources, according to uh, Bloomberg, and it's been kind of credited by other outlets as well. uh, We'll be getting a a new Switch Pro model very soon. It'll have apparently a 7-inch OLED screen and we'll be able to have 4K gaming when docked in the uh, the docking station. What do you guys think of this? Does this switch Does the Switch really need a revision at this point, or do they kind of need to get with the other consoles and the times?
3: Open mm. They need a hardcore revision. Like, ma- like <laughs> things are. Things are starting to get pretty crazy. If I was them, mm-hmm. I might actually hold off a little while, just to see how far like something like Arm can go. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if if AMD could like just get rid of their Vega bullshit <laughs> and start, you know, start putting their new shit into their chiplets side by side, kind of like you know what. PlayStation and Series X are doing. Uh, if they can get that on a desktop, they can get it into a console. Why couldn't they get it into a into a Switch?
0: Mm-hmm. Right. That's,
3: so this thing is extremely viable as a handheld. If you can make it do what people want, but Nintendo's kind of one of those that gets kind of kind of gets in their own way. As far as moving forward. So, if you can dock this bitch and play 4K30 on it, on on some games, that's a pretty big leap. You know what I mean? Like, and in handheld mode, I don't know. You can cram a lot of pixels into a small screen, and it's not going to be as hard to push. Right. I don't know. It needs a revision. It needs to be... It needs to... At least come close to standing up. If it's a handheld, it's still got to do something. My phone can do better than that fucking switch.
4: Yeah, my Samsung is already 1440p, like OLED. Like you could, the panel's already there. Yeah. Now the switch, they're you know thousand dollar
1: phones. So versus the switch, so I get that. See, Mm -hmm. and here here's the funny part: the shield is a lot stronger, and it's it's based on the shield. So it seems like Nintendo brought it down. I think more to conserve on power because of you know being the portable mode. So they brought it down from what it could do. It it could do right now a lot more than it's actually doing. Now on the other side, with them buying those seven-inch OLED, uh, OLEDs, right? Um, it's also possible that. The old screens, because of the lack of capabilities that they had, there's probably less availability of them versus a the seven-inch where it, there was a good uh, opportunity to get into it and get it. So for them to do that, you got to remember when you, when you go small, right? I mean, you used to have a a twenty-inch screen, right? And a twenty-inch screen, you didn't need 1080p. You just needed 720p because it was it was that clear that close right yeah, and then once the, you go once you go above yeah. it then you needed to get you know a more more higher definition we're looking at a seven inch screen um mm-hmm. we don't need that high of definition when it comes to seven inch screen so now yet but again you when you dock it when you oh, dock yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> you, you, you need an it.
4: classic is what you. and need.
1: you're going <laughs> to have to go up to 4k now um we know what it looks like on on TVs, right? Because the TVs upscaling a, a 1080p signal or 720p signal up to 4K, you know, so, uh, because the the TV's doing it for you. It doesn't no, look as good, you know easy. what I mean? Now, that if the new console, switch, it's gonna it's gonna implement it a DLSS of some sort. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was going to get to is, is doing something like that with, with its own version of machine learning to bring up those low res textures to a high res texture. Um, and then allowing it to, to do like 1440 P or 4k right from the base station to your TV, your TV doesn't have to do the work. Your TV also isn't making the game look worse you know what i'm saying so it's it's a little bit better control now i see that as a bonus the question is uh, how much are they going to want to do with that when it comes to this are they going to put le- that much more power in there because a lot of their games need to be backwards compatible uh, you know cuz you know how nintendo is when they when they go into the next version it's also going to run the old version you know what i mean we had the advance uh, you know, Game Boy, and then Game Boy Advance, and then uh, what was it was a 2DS, and then 3DS, and then back down to the, the 2D 3DS. You know what I mean? They they did all that, and then they shifted over hardcore to the Switch. And if you look at what they did with their handheld, they held on to the previous one as long as they could, but tried not to hold back the newer tech. So the question is, how are they going to do this? Because this is a higher resolution set up they are on those chips are those chips going to be able to hold which we know some chips can't they, they the, the the chips can't even hold enough of the game that they're actually some of these games they have to stream mm-hmm. onto on yeah. the console you know what i mean so yet again storage is they... getting crazy
3: right now right though, yeah. with its 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 capacity it's uh what's its compression techniques techniques everything from the fucking the literal <laughs> cells that sit on your your NAND flash, like the amount in that one little tiny chiplet that used to be like, you know, two chiplets on your one SSD would hold 120 gigs. Now you can get a goddamn half a terabyte, a terabyte, who knows how much on one, like literally one half inch by half inch chiplet
1: on a little green board. Yeah. It's and, fucking and, crazy. And people don't understand how big of a deal that really is. Oh, it's a huge fucking deal.
0: Well, I would imagine like, two guys that like, you know, you look at third party games, for example, right? third party developers, publishers, and some of the games that they're, they're putting out, you know, these are massive games. And, like for example it was a miracle it was like a, a work of magic that doom like the modern doom games and the witcher 3 were were and i think wolfenstein too were able to get onto the switch just the base switch mm-hmm. alone i i am I'm, I'm still shocked that they were running on it so you know uh, props to uh bethesda on that one and cd project red <laughs> I'm so, I, I mean don't get me wrong yeah that you're, was you're, madness like you're not getting obviously like the best looking game ever i mean i've believe me i've seen the witcher 3 on there and it, you know i mean it's i guess you could say it's passable but uh, you know in comparison to it, <laughs> have like,
4: you seen doom on there it looks like red faction yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> like,
4: these oh, textures you know what are... something
3: people forget is that nintendo is friends with nvidia That's something Mm -hmm. else. like That's why I don't see them going. A Switch won't be easy to optimize for. A new Switch, brand new built from the ground up with their whatever custom bullshit they work out with NVIDIA is going to be able to do some serious, serious shit if it's built right.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, the interesting thing too, Husk, is that we're in the middle of a mass like part shortages i mean i i'm sure i don't need to uh, well to... the
3: chip shortage is nuts
0: right like the semiconductors for example and i mean we're about to see it
3: in memory and hard drives and everything else too
0: yeah and the new xboxes and playstations like i mean it's hard to find those as it is right now i mean should nintendo just wait until like more become available granted we don't know when this is going to release but i mean it sounds like they're about to announce this very soon so i'd be curious to see when this sucker releases
3: Maybe you here's announce the... it and hold off a couple of years, spend some time on development, like further development,
0: mm-hmm.
3: maybe
1: upgrade the chips. Well, you know see, here's here's, here's the funny part, right? Uh, in the next few years, we're going to see the the CPUs that we, we use right now, like the the AMD and Intel CPUs. They're going to be completely redesigned because of all the stuff going on right now. You know, because they're maximizing what what, they, what the capabilities are doing, right? Because remember, years ago, you had one core. And all of a sudden, you huh? had two cores. All <laughs> oh, of a sudden, yeah. you had four cores, six cores, eight cores. now eight you're about
3: cores. to hit 3D stacking.
1: Right. So there, there's there's so much more going on. And then that stuff also trickles down to these consoles. So depending on when this stuff comes out, depending on... Um, uh, because when this stuff comes out, right, all the older tech gets cheaper, which means it's already smaller. You're going to be at two nanometers and you can put that in, in a, uh, Nintendo switch, right? Less power, faster. There's more cores. There's, you know what I mean? So there's a hey, lot you more imagine
3: stuff. a 16 core switch.
1: Oh, that's going to be possible. Like, yeah. not too far down the road. It, and it all depends, you know. And Arm is another contender, you know. When you when you're looking at chip pro, the way the chips are, so you know, you're like you mentioned earlier with Nvidia, you know. Uh, I had mentioned that the Nvidia Shield is basically a switch. It's just the switch has been toned down. Mm-hmm. Now, if the Nvidia Shield is that much more powerful, and we're going with something newer that's coming out now with everything that Nvidia is doing now you're talking there's there's so much more possibilities yet again also battery life yet again also resolution when you're docked uh the power and all that uh hopefully they fix their joy-con drifts yeah but you know it's just there's there's so much in the future of possibilities that it's exciting to see what's going on because we know they got the seven inch uh oleds Mm -hmm. right so we know that that's coming out we know that they where else are you going to put seven inch oled where Who, who's got something anything like that oh wait the switch is the only thing like that right now so obviously you know that's coming for that right. now the question is what else are they going to do internally to do that i mean they've already redesigned the nintendo switch what, three times because the first time it, you could hack it and then it load uh uh, Android on there, right? So you can load an Android and do all that with, with the little clothespin. And then you had this other one. So we're already like on the third iteration of this model, you know, It but it stayed the same form factor. Now you're going to a little bit bigger form factor. Now you could do a little bit more. There's more space. There's more stuff that they could do. A little bit bigger battery. Um, like we said, right. the chips are smaller, more powerful, more everything. So it's just when and how soon we're going to be able to get it, and, and I don't know if, if three hundred is going to be the same price. It might be three three to four because it's going to be able to do more. So, just saying, you know, keep your eyes open.
0: Yeah, I'll be very curious. I'm just, I'm kind of wondering about the games too because I've been waiting for uh, the Metroid Prime trilogy and Metroid Prime Four for a very long time. <laughs> so. Uh, Man, I'm just—I'm kind of curious to see uh, what they announce too in the coming weeks. Really am, yeah. you know what they got down the road. So,
1: because I need to see some Kid Icarus. that need w- to see something like that. You know, what I mean, bring back some of those old classics.
0: Yeah, that'd be interesting. Like, I mean, from what I'm trying to understand, the Switch is still selling pretty well. Uh, but it's—I'm not seeing any software that I'm really interested in. Plus, they're online. Their online is still garbage oh their store is still just
1: even for 20 bucks a year i haven't even subscribed to their online because it's that bad yeah i heard that's the
3: worst part about the switch is that their their online shit's just a utter mess
0: yeah well it's like each time you go on to the store you have to log in it's like it's just such a, a like it's just an elongated process like from the other consoles, I just they need to modernize so badly yet i I just don't know how they've fallen so behind. I know that their demographics are way different than the other consoles, but at the same time, I't do know they just they really, really need to get more competitive on their online really do well, you, you gotta, gotta
3: move forward listen.
0: someday, don't you? You can't sit in the past forever
3: Let's the, look at the industry will move forward without them it will Let's happen if it they this don't way. get their shit together. <laughs>
1: My shit don't stink. It doesn't matter what I do. Right. Mm. So and if that's the way they operate, because they, you know, they don't operate like anybody else. They do their own thing. And, and, you know, you got to commend them for that on the one side. But at the other side, um, it's also hampered them as opposed to being a little bit more competitive and trying to fix their online, trying to do a little bit more with their DRM. Mm You know what I mean? If, if they would do more, but when, when what they do is enough, why bother? Right. You know, that's, that's that, that catch that they're at because who in the right mind would have thought of bringing out Labo, right? And it succeeded for a period of time. Right. You know, people, people bought them, you know, and you're talking about a hundred dollars for cardboard. You could have just stenciled it yourself and cut it out. And there you go. You got your own Labo. They did it no if anybody else would have. i mean look at connect all right and everybody knows i love connect but look at how they forced it upon you when it was the number one peripheral on the 360 they forced it upon you and it was the most hated thing because it was snooping on you it was doing this and doing that but yet they do they do lab and it wasn't optional yeah. right but that was that was that was where they screwed up but they learned from it right they took it out and and they said well you know the machine's not going to operate without it it has to have it and as soon as they they got that that uh kickback um you know they're like all right all right well you know a software update you don't have to have it you know you know how many people turned in their connects to game yeah. GameStop, you know in other places it, it was just like mass droves like get rid of this piece of shit it was Nintendo great. Nintendo needs their community to step up, or or nothing will change. Right, yeah, and that's part of it is you can't you can't criticize Nintendo without the, their community coming at you. You know what I mean? But they won't criticize Nintendo themselves. You know, we, we criticize Xbox, we criticize PlayStation. You know, we got the Amico coming out right, and to, uh, Tommy Teles is actually listening to everybody's criticisms, and he's like, you know, just wait. That, you know we're listening, and and they're doing what they can with you know as fast as they can with with the current situation. Yeah. So, and they're not trying to. They know where they're at. They know what they're what they're there for. They're there for the family. They're not there for the hardcore like us. They're going to be playing. They're, you know there are some of us. We just play games. I don't care what it is. We play games. You know you, you want to drive a car, you drive a car. You want to drive a bike, you drive a bike. You know you're still riding you know some people don't care if it's a trike if it's three wheels two wheels whatever uh a quad you know they just want to get on there and not be in a cage so it's the same difference you know we all want to enjoy games and yep. each each one of us criticize you know our hobbies for you know in the right way because of you know certain things you do it in the right way and you because can you want get it to results. be better That's right it. You're not mm-hmm. criticizing because it's like, ho-hum, hum, look at me, da-la-la-la-la. La, la, la. No, it's like, look, I want, I want this game to be better. I want my ecosystem to be better. I want where I play to be better, you know? Mm-hmm. And no matter where I play, I want it to be great. Well, again, it's not to be so aggressive.
0: It's not to be aggressive to the company. Just being like, "Well, hey, you know, this kind of isn't working. Can you guys just please listen to our feedback, and we can make help make this a better product for you?" But you know, if you listen to us, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why. You... And, and
1: and some of the companies are doing it because we've already seen the reversal of the PlayStation Three store not getting shut down right away. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we've seen. Uh, What was it Xbox live gold being reversed from going double back down to where it was. And also, you know, Uh, then making amends and saying, Hey, look, the free to play games will be, will be free to free to play. Literally.
2: Can I also throw in on that, that the 22 developers that made bio mutant came out and said, they've taken in community feedback and they're actually making adjustments to the game's narrator. And, how fast the speech is delivered and stuff, based on people's uh, feedback.
3: Oh, I've heard the narrator like oh, a lot of people yeah. are
2: just hating the <laughs> fuck out of it. But like, I'm just saying it shows people listen.
1: But that's yeah, yeah, exactly. Because and when they do like shit this works game is out. Trash, they don't. <laughs> they're like the narrator's too much. You know, there's a difference between game is trash, narrator's too much, right? People mm-hmm. are going to listen to, hey, look, I had to turn it off or, you know, the narrator is just too much. It was driving me crazy. You know, they're, they're not complaining about the game. They're just saying what what's what the issue is. Yeah. You and know I, what I mean? And they are f- not going, oh, it's trash. And then that's it. No, no actual input, no actual feedback. You know, who's going to listen to that? Nobody. Well,
0: it's the unique structure of the game, right? Since they decided to have, you know, since the, cr- the creature's. Uh, the way that they speak, right? It just, they decided to go with this, you know, they stuck to this narrator and again, very hit or miss, right? So, you know, it's good that they're listening to the feedback, but...
1: Yeah, I I understand as a player, it's probably annoying, but when you're streaming the game, trying to read those scripts fast enough is harder to do, especially if you're on your phone. Mm -hmm. You know, so a narrator... When it comes to that, because of the design of what they did, a narrator when you're streaming is good to have, especially for english speakers if you're if you're playing the what is it the Japanese language um as the narration, and then you have the you know the english uh text it it it's cool because you feel like you're in there, but you have no idea what's going on. you have no idea what he's saying, you have no idea what anything but when you have the English translation. Uh, you know or narration then yeah you know every five steps all of a sudden he kicks in and he's like you know telling you something it's like all right this is irrelevant to what i'm doing i get that and i and i i wholeheartedly agree but you can also reduce the amount of narration on some, uh on this game so you mm-hmm. can kind of control a little bit of that but the good thing is they're still listening even though they you can do that they're still listening and trying to figure out a way to make it more pleasurable for the player
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know and that's because of good communication back to the devs
0: right well yeah i mean i'm still like i'll get biomutant at some point soon but uh yeah no it's good that they're listening to that i again like as we mentioned earlier, you know, it's it's really great stuff that devs are taking the time to listen to, uh, you know, people who purchase their games, and, uh, you know, it's a great incentive, anyways, for them to do that, so, you know, either way, it's a good thing, I'm glad to hear that Experiment 101 is listening to uh, fan feedback on Biomutant, but, uh, either way, guys, with this whole Connect thing, like, I'll be very curious to see what Nintendo announces in the coming weeks or so, it sounds like it's coming soon, so... Hey, hopefully we get a slew of uh, new games as well as, you know, very curious about this hardware as is everyone from the sounds of it. But I think on that we'll start to wind down things here and, you know, I got to say I really enjoyed the talk tonight, fellas. I think the takeaway here is that we're we're getting gameplay and release release dates now for big games, especially for some that were heavily pushed back. So let's just, you know, keep the good news a roll in here, right? and all in winter
3: is gonna be chaos
0: (laughs) well yeah that's what i'm thinking too right just because like the amount of games that again they got pushed back i mean there might even be some games that we don't even know about that have you know been pushed back and it's like oh shit because you gotta think like far cry 6 that was probably gonna be a a spring game and it's like well that's really uh, that's gonna piss off some of the uh, larger games that are playing to uh you know, go into that time frame too. That it, so it, it will be chaos. It will definitely be chaos for some of those uh, big titles. Uh, but hey, guys, to those of you that listened in tonight, thank you for tuning in. Uh, there's a lot of you here, a lot of great people, and we really enjoy your patronage, and it's greatly appreciated on our behalf. If you enjoyed tonight's show, guys, then consider hitting the like button, sharing out tonight's show, and subbing to the channel because hey, you know what? You just love the banter here. Uh, let me move on to the outros and I'll start with our friends from the Beyond the Box podcast. The Sorry, Gaming Beyond the Box. Guys, great to have you here. Uh, Husk Buddy, I'll start with you. It was a pleasure having you on, my inebriated friend. Where can everybody <laughs> follow you at?
3: Um, shit. You can find me everywhere at, uh, ACS underscore Husk. That includes Xbox and, um, Shit! Actually, you can find me. Uh, fuck! I'm on, I'm on your show today, gaming after dark Tuesday, midweek gaming Wednesday, and then of course our show on Wednesday. Um, I've been complete like super distanced from the internet from for like two and a half weeks. So I scheduled a whole bunch of shit in one week just to yeah get back into things i appreciate the shout out, the invite had a blast and uh yeah if you can catch me on a sunday where i can actually do something i'm i'm absolutely i'm always down to work out a day to be here again
0: all right all right yeah well that's good to know and i'm sure a lot of the viewers would uh, appreciate having you back on again always great to uh to interact with your pal uh, good guy uh, let's see here. And oh, I'll move on to our pal Dreadpool. Buddy, always a good time having you on. Uh, where can everybody follow you at?
1: Uh, first and foremost, thank you for everybody that showed up in chat. It's always great to see every, everybody's names and face. you know, technically their faces because of their names. But, uh, also thank you for having me on. Um, it's always been a pleasure hanging out with everybody on this podcast. Um, this panel has always been great to me. Uh, like I said, we—I f- feel like you—you know—we're all family, and um, so that being said, on Twitter and TikTok, it's uh, yeah, TikTok, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Dreadpool. The O's are actually zeros. YouTube and Gamer tag Dreadpool, all letters, all caps, and then you can find me on Breaking Bread with Dread on Anchor.fm slash Dreadpool, which is uh, uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, Audible. Uh, all those different podcast places, just look up Breaking Bread with Dread. Mm. You'll find it. If not, like I said, just go to anchor.fm, Dreadpool, and it'll have all the links mm. to all the different places. Um, now that I'm getting back on my feet and you know, a few other family members are here, once all that stuff kind of goes away, I'll be uh, kicking back in you know, and getting some more um, episodes out. Um, game beyond the box Wednesday nights, breakfast with boom, Friday mornings. And then when I can, I help out Italian clowns with the interviews with the, uh, 4GQ TV and everybody else out there. So definitely check out all these different channels, uh, or podcasts. I call them channels, whatever. Um, but yeah, everybody, you know, it's been great being here. So yet, yet again, thank you again and look forward to the next time.
0: Yeah, you heard it here, folks. Yeah, definitely uh, give him a follow and a look on all those different media outlets. Uh, next up, we will head to the TXR regulars, and I'll start with Eric Shockley. Buddy, really good stuff. Awesome commentary tonight. You really know your stuff, actually. Where uh, can everybody follow you at?
4: Yeah, as always, you can find me at Shock Nero on Twitter, Easy Shock on Xbox Live. But yeah, uh, thanks for both of our guests uh, stopping by. Good show. Good. Fill-ins, I think since we're a little bit short tonight, but uh, yeah, definitely good show, good topics. Uh, what do we got two weeks from, uh, from the uh, mm-hmm. E3 show. So hopefully, is that uh the 13th? Is that a Sunday? Yeah, it is. So Ooh, I think it is. So perfect Sweet. timing. That's perfect. Yep. So looking forward to that one more show in between, but uh, yep. Thanks for stopping by and see you later.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh no, well said shock uh next up centurion pal hey you uh did yourself pretty good here on the show tonight where can everybody follow you at my friend
2: man tonight was a good show thank you to our guests for being here it's always a pleasure to be able to have a conversation with husk and anytime i get to be able to conversate with dreadpool is a blessing uh, we were talking in pre-show i pretty much he was the first person i ever got to chat with when we got to when i got to basically be in the community outside of chatting in dms um anyways always a blessing to be here with you guys so for those interested in finding me please find me at centurion 1307 on twitter xbox live and of course youtube you can also find me here every saturday Um, whoa i don't even know damn day it is every sunday night right here on the txr podcast and every saturday night on the shop podcast
0: damn lay off the uh the alcoholic mountain dew there centurion (laughs) cute oh my god <laughs> uh i'm just kidding pal just kidding um all right guys and naturally to round this out to round out the show i'm invader you guys can find my reviews and guides and whatnot on youtube or at invader gaming you can also find my content on a variety of different other uh, content creation websites such as BitShoot. Great show tonight, and I'm already looking forward to the weeks ahead, as other guys alluded. Uh, yeah, the Xbox show will be on the 13th, so we won't be doing a a uh, a sh- like a show directly at the same time as the Xbox show, but if- we will have our regular show uh, on the Sunday, so uh, looking forward to that, and we'll probably have some of our predictions for that show next week, so a lot to look forward to. Alright everyone, it was great seeing you all here, and yeah, we
1: look forward to next week. Take it easy, folks.